0: your extension screw my headphones? No. Did
1: you put an extension in there? No. Then no, because my port would have nothing to do with your port.
2: But why would my
1: headphones? Did you unplug it and plug it back in? Mm-hmm. We're doing this live, folks. Yes. To- does it work now? Does, no. No? Turn your cable.
0: I did. I don't know <laughs> what you did.
1: I, I seriously have not changed anything over here. It's not like I panned it one way or the other. I mean, I could do this. Can you hear me at all right now? How about now? Can you hear me at all right now? Wait, wait, that's probably not I'm going to plug
0: in a different port. All right.
1: That was the balance that I was moving. I just wanted to make sure because, like, I could also Yeah,
0: no, volume. I can hear okay. them both. That's weird.
1: Weird. Maybe that port's just going bad. That's the new one, too. Short oh, yeah, that's not, that's not the no, one No, it's I, not because it's... No, that's the new one. That's short, not the one I spilled water on. No. Well, that's right because the, the gold, short one with yeah.
0: the gold ones are...
1: Well, it's, the, it's the cable <laughs> length. It has nothing to do with the gold or the other. It's the cable length so anyway this is uh this is the new utah podcast five riveting minutes of behind no, the can scenes. you can you turn that input down over here we got some new cables and shit turn it there we go that's better i'd rather turn it up here because it's so distorted coming out of that one now will you turn me up a little now brie i can't reach my own volume control but i have the that's down there you go that's better what she looked at me like i'm a dick for saying that's down the title of
3: this show should be Mic Check, Mic Check, 1, 2, three.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on-air mic checks. We probably should Actually, done. maybe
0: it's not the port. Maybe it, my headphones are finally starting to die, too.
1: Yeah, it could be. It I mean, could be. It might be time to replace them all. I don't know if I'm sold on these new headphones that I have or not. I didn't pay a lot for them, so.
2: Toys R Us.
1: It, that, that doesn't exist anymore. Toys R Us is gone, Jess. I don't know if you're...
0: I'll just make they me a new work. pair.
1: Honestly, all the major retailers are dying. Shopko's oh, gone. Payless. Payless is gone. Uh, so apparently, are, Mrs.
4: Fields is closing in the malls <laughs> across well, America.
1: That that fucking should have happened years ago. No one buys that shit. We were in Payless a couple of weeks ago, getting
3: Jonathan new pair of shoes, and yeah, like everything's like sixty percent off. I gotta enjoy. go. And so I, so I said at the time, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're actually closing for real this time. Yeah, they are. But they they, they filed bankruptcy. They're closing
1: down all the stores. So you gotta. I buy never it go first.
0: there anyway. Yep.
1: Amazon or Walmart from now on. Yeah. So basically, Payless shoes equals Walmart. Like that's the reason they're closing because the same crowd that would go to Payless now buys them at Walmart.
0: But there's not as big of a selection. I like my Payless shoes.
1: Doesn't matter. The bigger selection also means more overhead and inventory costs, which is part of why they're going bankrupt.
0: I don't go to Payless because I don't like my shoes to match anybody else's. Uh,
1: I don't go to Payless because I can't ever <laughs> find shoes that I like there anymore. I'm not kidding. I, I'm I'm I know. I bought know a that. pair I, of
0: shoes that match somebody at work. I. And I gave them to Cassidy and bought a different pair. No, no.
1: She bought a pair of shoes, and someone at work bought the same pair to match her, and so she gave her shoes away, because she's fucking weird. Like,
0: I'm okay with, like, a cute little ballet flat. Like, that I can have matched, because, like, ballet flats are ballet flats, but... Any
1: of my other shoes can't match. This has been Shoe Talk, brought to you by the New <laughs> Utah Podcast. Um, I promise we do, if, I promise if you're listening to this for the first time, no, we we'll do, that, well, don't, don't promise things that we can't control, Jeremy. <laughs> it, it does get more Utah-centric as we go, so.
0: How more Utah-centric can you be than Jeremy and Jess and I shopping for shoes?
1: Uh, you can do that in any place. Like, literally any but other we state.
0: live in Utah.
1: Okay. <laughs> but literally any other place you can do that. Uh so we talk about Utah, all things Utah. Um I'm the conductor of this inevitable train wreck. Um <laughs> Chris. Um the uh, the O C D shoe uh, expert is uh Bree. Uh Jeremy is I don't know what you are, Jeremy. I'm He's here. An architectural slam poet <laughs> uh, is Jeremy. I'm going to keep that going. Uh, and then Jess is our producer. Uh, and, and she used to be co-host. the mistress of events, but we haven't called her that in a long time. I
4: got called the mistress of cakes the other day. I was like, <laughs> oh,
1: that works. Well, I, I think that producer is just better. Just sounds better <laughs> than mistress. More official. Yeah, so More I'm not professional. I mean, mistress implies that I'm sleeping with you. I think, but I'm I'm not. I sleep sleep with the OCD shoe expert. So she's the mistress of shoes. Yeah, but she's not a mistress. I don't know. Maybe she is because we live in sin. Um, That's neither here nor there. Uh, So uh, what happened this weekend? What did you guys do? Let's get that out of the way because I haven't talked to you since, I don't know, last week on Tuesday. You know, that's funny because we don't talk a lot Uh during the week. Like every once in a while, I'll do something with, with one or the other or both. Uh, of you, I always I sleep with Bree, so it's a little different story. Like we, we spend a lot of time together, but with with Jess and Jeremy, I don't know that I talked to you all week until Tuesday. If so. I have computer problems. Yeah, if you need if you need some <laughs> need sort something. of assistance or if we have some sort of thing planned, um, but but ultimately, usually I don't I don't talk to you guys a whole lot during the week.
3: Well, so I don't I, I'll go first because I've got the least interesting news. But earthquake number four yesterday. Jesus. One thirty in the morning, woke up to another one. Really,
1: really, yeah. Like, how big was it? Because small. Because all the news was 2. about six. All the news was about the earthquake just on the border, of Colorado, uh,
4: which is uh, hilarious and so stupid.
1: <laughs> you cannot say that after spending time talking about the smaller earthquake, the much smaller earthquake. Okay, that but woke the reason that
4: it happened, it's man-made.
1: Oh, it was? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't read about it because I just don't give a shit. (laughs) Yeah, it was man-made. Was it from a mine explosion or something? No, they were
4: forcing water into a closed mine. Oh,
1: yeah, so it's from a mine incident. Yeah. So they were creating a... Yes. That's all right, though. Still 4.7 is a lot bigger than 3.6 or whatever. But still, still goes back to me, still makes me a little worried. Because again, even... No, you should be fine. But again, even just like a one, a difference of one on the Richter scale, it's exponential. That is, yeah, it's huge. It's way bigger. You would actually probably fill that in Kearns if that happened in in um, Bluffdale, like the other ones did.
3: Yeah. So yeah, that's mine But you two, you two have much more exciting things that happened over the weekend.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And he's pointing for those of you that can't see Jeremy because this is an audio podcast. The the ladies had had things going on. So Jess, what what happened to you this weekend?
4: Uh, I went down south.
1: You almost drowned. <laughs> I almost drowned. I went down south. Twice. That can be taken a lot of ways.
4: Well, if I, I could have finished, we went to... Uh, I went to Zion for my first time, and to... Uh, well, that was your first time there? Yep. And uh, to the most beautiful canyon called Snow Canyon ever. I mean, in the south, because the canyon's up here amazing. But, yes, it was my very first time, and it was like... The most perfect time ever to go—like no traffic, you get a drive through. There was a big rock slide though in Zion. It this happened weekend. the day after we left.
1: <laughs> so I don't know if I'd call that a probably maybe the exact time you. Were oh there no, was perfect. But. No,
4: it was so perfect because it was like fifty-five degrees. It was overcast. There was still snow on one of the trails that we went on in Zion. Uh, actually, two of the trails because I sank into the snow in one of them.
3: The um, flash floods that. To- Wiped all the scouts out.
4: Yeah, the no flash floods wiped this. So we were in Snow Canyon all day on Saturday, and um, if you, it's that's a state park. It's not a national park like Zion is, and it is amazing how this canyon was formed. And the first little part you come to is called the. Pioneer walk or something like that. And up on the, there's like a cave that's been protecting these names for like since 18, late 1800s. They put their names on there with axle grease. So we like climbed our way up there. And then, um, there's like a lot of
1: kids haven't fucked it up yet. Mm -mm. That's coming. Um, (laughs) we shouldn't even talk about it because they're probably going to go fucking do it. Uh,
4: then further up the canyon, there are lava tubes that we, uh, are hiked in. You don't really hike into them. You go down under. We went spelunking. Every
3: time someone <laughs> says lava tube, I think of Star Wars, the worm, the big zips. Basically. No. Yeah, exactly like lava that. tubes are really cool.
4: It was... Well, I didn't go in the second one because the way to get down was a little bit much for me, but because um, I did the nutty putty caves before they closed them, and that was was good. <laughs>
1: but, Someone so, died there. They, 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 they did. Shut it down because it was a little too dangerous. The body's still in there, by the way.
4: Yeah. And there's actually one part of one of the lava tubes that we went in that was like that. And I was like, I'm good. You guys can go in. Yeah,
1: I'll not, go back I'm out. I'm not into
2: that shit. So
4: it rained. It rained pretty much all day on Saturday, on and off. And once we went down the canyon, uh, we were going to Johnson Canyon, which is like right before the... Um, the booth, the toll booth. And so you don't have to pay to go into that one. And as soon as it was raining and lightning and thunder and as soon as we got out of our car, it was just like torrential downpour and it was amazing. We're like, we're going on this hike. So we're walking. Who who did you go with? I I went with my friend Kelly and her husband and his daughter. Are they experienced like Southern Utah hikers? no
1: we 're just adventurous. so no one was there to tell you guys how stupid of an idea it was <laughs> to it, hike with torrential down Oh no, happening it gets there. better
4: so no, i don 't well, know if i 'm
1: actually being serious because that 's actually a really dangerous It is very adventure. dangerous.
4: We had a plan we weren 't we had a plan, so though when we went down because it 's about uh, one point seven miles uh, like round trip. Um probably like a quarter of the way, there's like a big wash. And I was like, hey, Jason, this is where your flash flood would be. And so we're walking, walking, and we get over, and there's supposed to be like a little stream that you cross to get to like this ginormous arch. And um, it's pretty full. It's probably like above my ankles when we crossed it the first time. And then at the very end of it is normally like this ginormous rock wall But this time it had a ginormous waterfall. It was the loudest thing I've ever heard. Like the pressure of the bottom of that waterfall was like a helicopter was spinning right there. Like that was bonkers. And so I was like, guys, it's getting dark. We need to get back. And on the way back, it was clear up to almost my butt. That
1: little stream was. You did not walk through that, did you? We
4: did. We chain linked it across.
1: (laughs) That's so fucking dangerous. You're lucky you're here. here. (laughs)
4: Oh that's wait how, till you get that's To the next fucking, one
1: That's literally That's literally how That's how die. the scouts Get washed away like, so, <laughs> No I, and that's not a joke I mean it's a joke But it's not a joke Like that's no, how it's people not. Die out there
4: It's true and you, and you can see why Like when you see The way that the water Is flowing like And I had a friend In high school That actually did die In a flash flood hiking um, So the empty wash An hour and two minutes Later is now 20 feet wide Probably-ish With like just Water flowing And a big old waterfall At the other end of it And I actually have a. Before and after picture of it, um, we made our way across. That one wasn't as deep, but it definitely was like flowing pretty quick. But it was you it are
1: was awesome. you are I don't know either brave or stupid. I can't decide. A little bit of both. It's okay. Waist I can be both. Deep water. Like, it wasn't to my waist. To your butt. That's close Almost. enough. Almost. I mean, seriously, because it's it's flowing so fast. Like that's really
0: like, all it takes is something come down that it, stream and knock. Well, one it's not to...
1: even that. Like how fast it's flowing, it can easily pull you down like that is that is deep enough that it will pull you down because even ankle deep water they they actually caution against it
4: yeah and we walked up and down the big wash like trying to find because we didn't know how deep it was you know like because that's all sand a a kid with you how old is the daughter she's 13 um And so, like,
1: we just all linked. Did you like let her go for a second? No, we just
4: no, we all linked and like went together. (laughs) But you could definitely see like the parts that you know they talk about the swirling and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So
1: yeah, that's that's.
4: It was a pretty incredible experience, though. Like, I wouldn't trade it for 110 degrees in the middle of summer at all.
1: (laughs) That's crazy. That's I I was awesome. I I would not, (laughs) Uh, but I wouldn't fucking do that either. But I grew up. I grew up on a river. Like, I grew up on a big, fast-moving river, so... Uh,
0: the green one.
1: Yeah. The dangers of... Well, it's part of the Colorado River, actually. That's what turns into the Colorado River that forms the Grand Canyon is where I grew up on the green. Like, it's... That shit's no joke. It's not to be fucking trifled with. I cannot. I'm glad that you're safe and I'm glad that you're here, but I can't fucking believe that you guys tried to cross that while it was not tried. We, didn't you successfully try, we did successfully did <laughs> while it was while it was above your knees. Like that's
4: that one was that one wasn't very wide at all. That one was just deeper, but that was like close to the bottom of the waterfall.
1: Man, that's just crazy. And it's crazy because like that normally would just be dry, dry as a bone. No,
4: and it's true. And like that was kind of. The purpose of going was to see those waterfalls form, like the first one was at the Pioneer Walk, and it was amazing how quickly it formed to like how quickly it dried up, even while we yeah. were just there hiking.
1: Well, and that's that's a thing. Like, okay, so the, for those of you that don't know, in a desert environment, because flash floods don't happen in a lot of places, and you don't. Oh, think Oh, and about, by the
4: way, that while we were hiking, that it was washing out the roads further yeah. up the way, like it was on the news well, the next day.
1: And so you don't think you don't think about like. Deserts having floods because it's a desert, but deserts, when they get quick downpours like that, and they don't have to last long, they can last fifteen minutes. It was an
4: hour and two minutes. Yeah, that, that
1: wash was like, completely and it. Because the ground is so dry, yeah. well, and there's no vegetation. There's it, no, nothing soaks yeah. up the water, and so it has nowhere to go. But I actually it's
2: river.
4: commented on that. I was like, when it, once it stopped raining, I was like, it's so amazing, like how like dry the ground is already, even though it had been raining for at least 30 minutes. There's
2: there's
1: nothing there. Like it's so dry that I mean, the ground soaks up what it can immediately, but the rest of it just flows.
4: But something that was really cool was like. That canyon is amazing between seeing, like, all the cacti and then moss, like, growing in sand. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so... I have never seen anything like that before, so that was really cool to me.
1: It is pretty cool stuff. Brie, what about you? You had some adventures. You had some excitement. Well, mine wasn't really on the weekend. No, but it was Thursday. So, I'm going to tell it from my point of view, because I was on the phone when it happened. so so I'm on the phone with Bree as she's driving home from work. We're on Bluetooth. She's hands-free, of course. Um, and we talk a lot when she's driving home. and uh, Especially on Thursdays because I had left work a little bit late, and so
0: I wasn't sure if I was going to make it home before you left the game.
1: So, you know, we're chatting, and uh, everything's fine. She's like, ah, oh, it's traffic. And all of a sudden, she's like, God, some motherfucker fucking just hit me. Ah! <coughs> and i'm like what
0: i said goddamn motherfucking son of a bitch i'm
1: like what the hell just happened she's like because i could hear it and she's like someone just fucking hit me again i'm like so I, what? Said, I gotta go i'm calling 911 <laughs> so she uh she she hung up and she called and she called me back and the guy came up and she she fucking lit into the dude so
0: well, he comes up and he's all I'm really sorry. Are you okay? And I said, no, I'm not okay. I just finished physical therapy from someone doing exactly what you did just now hitting me while I'm stopped. Should we exchange insurance? I said, yes, but not until after I've called the police. Oh, I was so
1: mad. Yeah. So, uh, long story short, Bree has re-injured herself, um, badly. She now has like legit PTSD driving. Um, I started
0: a, crying on my way home today third from the gym. How long have you been yes. Yes. In How long? No.
3: Three months? Four months?
0: So, no, my, my first one on the freeway was in December. It was December 8th was of 2016. A year ago? Okay. This, the one just before was December 22nd and then this one was the 28th. But on the way home from the gym this morning, a car started to pull out in front of us and Chris had to swerve to meet it. I almost threw up in the car and then just started bawling.
1: Like legit PTSD driving right now because people and like she again she was stopped in in traffic on two hundred one she was at a dead standstill at a dead stop and some dude just slammed into her at least this dude slammed on his brakes first yeah course.
0: this guy heard the screech and. Oh, but then he fucking leaves. He left. Yeah,
1: he left the scene. Which, by the way, in case you're wondering, in the state of Utah, if you leave the scene of an accident, it does not matter if you've called the cop shed or not, if you leave the scene or of an accident. Or if you exchange information. It is technically still a crime. It's a It's a Class B misdemeanor. If there's an injury of any sort, it's a Class A misdemeanor. If there's a serious injury, it's a felony.
4: My friend's going through this in South Dakota same thing
1: do not fucking leave the so scene of left. an accident yeah so he so he's like i was on with i was on the phone with her again whenever it happened so she's like yeah they told us to stay in the car blah 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 she's like he's just out fucking taking pictures and stuff i'm like okay and then like as i'm on the phone with her she's like oh he's coming up so i'm quiet he's like well here's my insurance and my driver's license i have to go and she's like well the cops are on the way here he's like yeah i, I just gotta go She's like, okay. I'm like, Bree, you need to get out and take pictures right now. Like take a picture of his ID, his insurance card, and and, like go out and take pictures, get his license plate.
0: But by the time I had taken pictures of my bumper and his fender and turned around, he was in his car and like back on the freeway.
1: And like I was trying to tell her you need to take a picture of like the VIN on the car because if he's leaving that fast, like he could just be giving you a bunch of bogus bullshit. Turns out, at the very least, the insurance was good. <laughs> so she's already got her car in the shop today to to repair. But now she's got to go back to physical therapy, and so it sucks. I don't have anything. So
0: motherfuckers, stop following Saddam close.
1: I don't really have anything that happened to me this weekend. I got to play my Never. new game. Oh, you did? Yeah, I played Hate on Friday night with uh, Josh and Chris that came over, and we played Hate for a little bit. That was a fun. That's a fun game. It's going to be a good one. It's still taking up my kitchen table because I don't know mm-hmm. how to put it. We're going
0: to the... have to get a new game shelf yeah. because our game shelf
1: is full. And what did you say whatever for? I didn't have a very full weekend. Because we you
4: have your first RSL
1: game? Well, that's this weekend, yeah. So No, no like actual first-first game. Yeah, the the first away game was Saturday. Uh, we had you Johnny. corrected
4: me last week, so I'm it's correcting true. you this week.
1: <laughs> so we had John and Jody over for bur- late burgers. Did um, they win? Uh, no. Wow. We tied 1-1. Uh, but uh, not bad for the first game, and, and we've only won like once I think in Texas and between both teams down there uh, which was last year that was our first win in Texas so that's actually I mean a tie is pretty good Um, obviously you want to win but that's not the end of the world Uh, so the team looked good Um, some other news as long as we're talking about RSL uh, Nick Ramondo is retiring this year this is his last year he announced that before the first game Um, so he'll have a whole year to say goodbye to fans and Kind of do the the world tour, if you will, the U.S. tour.
4: There's a lot of irate fans that he has not been recognized in his career. Yeah,
1: well, okay. So Nick Nick Raimondo holds basically every MLS record for goal goalkeepers. He is the best shot stopper in the history, penalty kick stopper in the history of the MLS. Like he has he has an average uh, penalty save rate, I think, of like sixty percent or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's insane. Two out of every three penalties he saves. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's one out of three. It's just, it's just off the charts good. Like, he is amazing at stopping penalty kicks. Um, but he holds tons of records. Like, most, uh, most, uh, shutouts, the, the number of wins, like, it, it goes on and on. And part of it's because he's had a long career, um, with successful teams. But uh, he's never, in all that time, been recognized as goalkeeper of the year. Hmm. Some, I
4: saw there's a petition going,
1: though. Yeah, someone started a change.org petition. It's the dumbest I know, I know thing on anything, the planet. It I know Do anything, but it just was out there. So. I won't ever sign them. They're stupid. Like, I shared that one just kind of comically, but they're dumb. Change.org petitions are stupid. They don't do anything. Um, but it was. it is interesting to see... Um, Downside is Tim Howard's also retiring this year, um, although he's on a, very much the downswing. next going out a little bit more on top, though. I've said for two years I think it's time for him to, to hang up his gloves. Yeah, he's he's been getting much slower. He's been getting sloppier, uh, and I don't know if that's age or, or what, but he's he's had some some big errors that he never used to make. Uh, on that same token, and I'm no expert but Kyle Beckerman's in that same light.
0: but that may be why he's decided it. he probably sees it in himself and he's he's a perfectionist, so
1: so Beckerman has not yet announced. I think a lot of people are hoping that he does sometime during the season or think that he will probably next season announce it um, he's he's just he's old. Just like the, I mean, he's he's not like old, old, but he's old for an athlete. He's like 37, I think. And for for a soccer player. Especially,
0: especially in that position. Especially
1: a field player that covers, is a midfield player that covers as much ground as he does. I mean, these guys run 15 plus miles a game uh, easily. And to ask that of someone that's 37, it's it's hard recovery. I mean, it's, we even talked about that with like Bree, and we're no professional athletes, but getting hit twice in two months like the recovery time is really long from a car wreck like that. Even just the whiplash. It's a lot harder on your body the older that you get for sure. And we're in pretty good shape. We're not professional athletes, but we're not putting our bodies through what what they do, so. But the first home game is this weekend. Uh and, uh, again, there's uh, the the brew fest, uh, the brew homebrew competition that's going to be going on in the tailgate lot. Kickoff's at 4, uh, and I think the brew competition officially starts at 1. Uh, so that's in the tailgate lot. In the uh, off of 90th, it's the ARC solar tailgate lot. They have solar panels above all the covered stalls, which is pretty freaking rad. Big old solar-powered generator for the stadium. That's cool. Um. Yeah. What other events are going on besides that game, Jess?
4: Well, you can go the day before to a rugby game out at the Harriman Stadium. So then you can have uh rugby and then soccer. And
1: if you want to get fucking snowed on, is that? An, it's Friday.
2: It's supposed it? to snow. Um. There.
4: So, uh, this might be of interest to somebody, not to me, because I don't know anything about it. But, uh, the Salt Lake Stallions. Uh, one of their new coaches is a guy from the Packers. That was one of their their coaching staff is now in Salt Lake. So that is probably of interest to somebody. Maybe I don't. I, I love football. My friends, <laughs> my friends, are my friend's a big Packers fans. So.
1: I love football, and it's of zero interest to me.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was cool. Anyways, never mind. Um, I, guess,
1: I guess the NFL is behind this league too. They are. So this is this is like a developmental league it's for legit.
3: them. Hmm. legit. So are they going to
1: farm? I mean, it could be. It could turn into a developmental league for, gotcha. for draft picks that don't make teams.
4: That could be cool. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder that on the 9th is the Safe Talk down at the Provo Library that is put on by the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention of Utah uh, for people over 15. Uh, it's training to create uh, suicide alert helpers just helping in recognizing uh, the initiations to talk um, because most people that threaten don't generally intend. They just really need um, an ear sometimes. So those they'll have upcoming uh, talks in Cedar City, Brigham City, Ogden, and then Salt Lake, and then it'll wrap up in September uh, with the walk that is usually in Liberty Park. It probably will be again, and then it will start all over again. Since you don't want to go see DJ Jazzy Jeff with me, I guess... <laughs> well, that Will Smith's you... not
1: going to be there. I'd go see Will Smith, but... <laughs> uh,
4: moving on to next week, Travis Tate has two dates up in Ogden at Wise Guys. And
3: what's That's... his show called? Something about King of the Leprechauns or something?
4: I don't know, but the picture's really funny. <laughs> something like that
3: is what he's called I did, I believe
4: that I did share that on our Facebook page, the event information. So... Um, Next weekend is also St. Patrick's Day, so Folk Hogan will be hour. out in full force. You can see them on the 15th at ABG's.
1: Green
3: Bear.
4: Um, yes, or on 17th, on the 17th at the Canyons.
1: You guys can't see me shaking my fucking head right now. <laughs> I know. Something.
4: We have this talk every year. So, so stupid. Um,
1: St. Patrick's Day is not stupid. Just the idiots that go out.
4: Right. And so it's going to be celebrated on Saturday because, you know... That
3: means it's been almost a year since we had, what's his name on our show? <laughs> Peter? Peter. <laughs>
1: this is, so He's here,
0: waving to you from over there. On the, so, hi, Peter. He's,
1: he's wait, waving wait. to you from the picture that has nothing to do with Ireland with or With his Guinness. I
0: know, but, it, but Peter, you don't know this, but I, I put your picture up on the wall in our studio, so you're waving to us
1: every oh, time Oh, yeah, he right on top of the calendar.
3: So, but it was last year, uh, around St. Patrick's Day that we had it's him true. on. So. Why would we do that? I don't know. Is he it Scottish?
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's just done me, though,
3: that it's been a year since we had him on the show.
4: Well, if you're not in Ireland to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, you can go to 4th West Fest at Mount West Cider at the Garten because they have their awesome party that they have had for the last few years. It's on the 16th. It's not on St. Patrick's Day because... Sunday, you know, uh, so the sixteenth is also the Saint Patrick's Day parade. If you want to go, get your I'll, I'll Irish on. i probably make
1: like shepherd's pie or corned beef and cabbage. I love corned beef and cabbage.
4: <laughs> um, so I don't know if I really talked about this the last couple years in events. We have a really great group in Salt Lake that does uh, drag bingo, um, and they do it on Friday night at the First Baptist Church on uh, seven seventy East. Thir- Or South, sorry, 13th East. And each event, um, that money goes to a charity. So they've done it for pet shelters, for, uh, youth homeless, all kinds of organizations. And the one coming up on the 15th is for the Salt Lake Men's Choir. If you want just a fun Friday night thing to do, um, just get some food because you can take food in there or some snacks and go buy a couple of bingo cards and go do drag bingo because it's way fun. That's all I got. Saint Patrick's
1: Day. Fucking Saint Patrick's Day. (laughs) I really don't.
4: That means I've been friends with Peter for two years. That's it? That's a long time.
1: I don't know. Have you ever gone and visited him? Because you went to Scotland during that time, didn't you? Oh, Uh, I met him here. Way before that. That's right. You met him at Time and Place.
4: I did meet him at Time and Place.
1: Can you really call yourself a friend if you've never been to his house though? (laughs) Well technically
3: he hasn't been to ours. That's his fault. He could come here, <laughs> meet up with his sister, Brie,
0: <laughs> and his brother Chris. Because yeah. you found out you're. I, I could be. I could be.
1: You never know, Peter. We could be cousins.
0: Peter, you need to do twenty-three and me so we can find out if we're related.
1: Yeah, it would tell us if if you were related to us if you did it. Go ahead and do it, Peter.
3: So we'll, before we start our news, I got something. Have you guys heard? And I don't think we talked about it, but if you've heard how Smith is not taking Visa, yep. Smart move on Smith's part. For so,
2: sure.
3: so it's because of the it's because of the high rates. It's because yes. of the merchant fees the visa charges. So what I wonder is, will that kickback
1: come back to the customers? Will they lower
3: their prices back down?
1: No. So you mean Smith's? Mm-hmm. No. Because Smith's is already really low in comparison to everyone but like Winco, basically. That's true. Um so For those of you that don't know, Smith's announced that they will no longer accept Visa credit cards. They'll still take debit transactions and prepaid gift cards. Uh, And the reason is those two transactions. So if you pull back a curtain on merchant services, a debit transaction, there's now a regulation in place that they can't charge more than, um, I think it's 50 cents on the transaction uh, Regardless for debit card. Of the
3: size of the transaction? Yeah, and it, like that. it might
1: even be smaller than that. So basically, like, including the per transaction fee, it's, it's a certain amount, period, flat rate. That's why a lot of times when you go, so this is why when you go to a store, especially smaller stores, and they say minimum purchase of X required mm-hmm. for a credit card, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of because easy. they get hit with fees. So there's two types of fees that typically occur with a credit card transaction. One is the swipe fee. So usually the swipe fee is high in those instances. So it might cost them a quarter every time you swipe your card out of that transaction they have to give to the credit card companies. Uh, The other fee is the percentage. So there's always a a transaction fee and then a percentage on the entire transaction. So a large transaction, this is why when you go buy something big, if you spend $1,000 on something or $2,000 on something, they won't take a credit card. A lot of times they, they want you to pay in cash or with a check. Like when you're doing major services, like uh, when we did our roof, we could pay a roof, you know, which is a, you know, what was it? Like $10,000 or $12,000 or something. We could pay it with a credit card, but we have to pay it. The, the, the company requires you to pay the merchant fees. So they do a service charge on top of that to take the credit card. Um, So basically, the fees are becoming excessive, and so when you go to Smith's and the Visa charge is, you know, at the end of the day, like pushing 3% of the total transaction, that's 3% of their margin that just goes away in credit card fees versus 50 cents on a $200 order. So...
3: Makes sense. It was it's nice that the
4: CFO stood up and was like, "This is we're not doing this they're, anymore. They're not the first merchant to do it. Costco did it.
1: Um, and, and I think more will follow to force Visa to bring their fees mm-hmm. down. It used to be American Express was the most expensive because they were on other people's networks um, getting the authorizations and stuff. And so they had to pay fees to say Visa, to use Visa's network. Now a lot of that has changed, uh, and so businesses are taking American Express because their fees aren't very high. Same with Discover Card, um, but yeah, has just uh, gone up and up and up. And what it is is the rewards cards. So your average fee. So like if you have like a, say a, This is getting really deep. I don't know if our audience
2: cares. <laughs>
1: I know a lot about. They this might be Visa reason. card holders. I know a lot about this because it's an industry that I do business in. Um, but so let's say you have a like a like a. I've got a Delta Sky Miles card. For example, so because of the rewards that are tied to that, those rewards typically just get pushed back in fees to the merchant. Mm -hmm. And so um, like a Capital One rewards card is one of the worst. Those things, they charge the merchant like almost 5% on those cards. Uh, and, And merchant services providers really don't have any control over the percentage. It's in a really high tier card. And it's because those cards kick back so much in rewards. And so for the credit card company to make up for that, they charge a higher fee. So, and if you look, there's like 260 some odd different fee schedules based on the type of card that you used. Uh, but like, the, and by type of card, I mean like, is it a Capital One Rewards card? Is it a Business Gold card? Is it a Delta Sky Miles card? Like all of those have different fees associated to them that the merchant ends up paying. Mm. And uh, it's ridiculous, and so their merchants are starting to fight back and saying, we're just not going to take your cards. It's that simple. And apparently that's a big deal. Like a lot of groceries are bought on credit, which is kind of surprising to me.
4: It's kind of sad. Well, well, they're doing it for points or like
0: for rewards. But hopefully that will keep them so, from doing yeah. these reward Because pro- I don't think, I think reward programs for the most part are kind of dumb.
1: Well, so I mean, for instance, like I've got the Sky Miles card. I buy a lot of shit on that card, and I just pay it off as if it was a debit card. That's so my it's, boss does,
4: and that's how his wife gets to California for her
1: Well, and that's trips. how that's how a lot of people take trips. Like, mm-hmm. that's actually, like, that those Capital One Rewards cards, that's what a lot of people do. They put it on their credit card, and then they just go home and pay it off. And now you've spent, you know, say $200 mm-hmm. at the grocery store. That's $200 that comes back as 1% rewards. So, makes sense. Um, I'm not surprised. We're going to see more and more of that go. So what you may see happen though is the way Visa can fight back is they can say, Well, uh then you don't you can't take debit cards with our logo. They can just say, Well we'll just revoke your merchant contract and you can't take credit cards with our logo. And once that happens your debit cards with our logo, once that happens then it becomes really difficult because everything's done. Via debit now they don't no one does checks at the grocery store unless you go to no, shop even if co. you write a check a lot of times they'll run it through and hand you your check back yeah because it's got, it's all done via ACH now
2: mm-hmm.
1: but uh, so that that is a possibility if that are if that were to happen I think we would start to see a and probably where this will end up is we'll see lawsuits between business uh, retail business in particular and merchant providers like Visa uh, and honestly there will be a fight that will probably go to the Supreme Court and you'll see antitrust stuff start to happen. Because at the end of the day, there's four major credit cards, Visa, Master, Discover, Amex. And they own everything. Um, Well, and they run all the backbone of those financial networks. And to say that you know Visa, which is there a debit card that's not a Visa card? Does anyone do MasterCard that are debits?
0: I'm sure people do, but not
2: not me. I've
1: never, ever seen one. I think they're all tagged with a Visa logo. And so if that's the case, they have a they have a monopoly. And so then you'll see antitrust suits pop up because there's no competition to drive their prices down. Sorry
3: to derail us there. I just thought that was some interesting news.
1: It is. And apparently, I, well, I know I know why I know a lot about it. <laughs>
3: like,
4: don't downplay your knowledge.
1: Well, it's just one of the businesses I'm in. So I'm. Uh, and, and,
4: Yes, debit.
0: Mastercard does make a debit card.
1: For who? Which bank? Is there one? Um. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm not kidding. I really have never ever seen one. They all have the Visa logo on them that I've ever seen. Maybe that's just a regional thing. Maybe like they're they're big back east or something. With Mastercard as the debit.
0: It says it's related to Maestro and markets and worldwide the markets are worldwide, so
1: So, that's not a very that's like not a very big US Maestro's not a very big US carrier though.
3: So, so maybe they're big in Europe. Yeah, it could like it could
1: be big globally somewhere else or in Canada or something. Which still goes to the same point that they don't really have competition in the US in that case. Okay. Um let's do some news. Um what is this op-ed planning? I what?
4: what? Can I read it?
1: Marissa? No, I didn't read that one. It's fantastic. So
4: it's the mayors of Bluffdale, Copperton, Harriman, Riverton, South Jordan, and West Jordan who wrote this op-ed for Salt Lake Tribune talking about how there is no infrastructure but these cities are continuing to develop.
1: Oh, no. County infrastructure or state infrastructure?
2: Oh, yeah.
4: I just thought it was very interesting that the mayors took the time to like get together and be like, We all see that this is a problem and
1: Oh, this is this is some good points. And we've talked about some of these on the air. So well, the, sure, like the the first point, there's twelve driving miles between I fifteen and the western parts of Harriman, South Jordan, West Jordan, and even here in Kearns. Uh, so that's like I 15 to the far reaches of the west of these cities, um, compared to just six miles from I 15 to Wasatch Boulevard on the county's east side. Now, Wasatch Boulevard has a freeway going up to it too. I 80 okay. and 215 both go up there. Yep. Uh, that's twice the distance with no freeway style east west connectors. Uh, and and that's something that we've talked we've about talked on the about show that a lot. There are no east west freeway connectors. The, connect the east west is what kills you. Two hundred one is the is the only east west. Bangor sometimes functions that way for part of the valley on the very far far end yeah. of the valley for
0: a very short distance
1: yeah yeah uh their 2040 traffic count projections for the southwest communities are exponentially higher than today that's insane
4: yeah they're expecting by 2040 for the Mount View corridor to be just like i-15 as far as like how many cars are going to be traveling it
1: and so here's what drives me goddamn bananas They know these projections and I think this is part of, of the complaint. They know these fucking projections and what is on the, what is on the Mountain View corridor? Lights. Fuck tons of lights and they keep putting more, more in. More and more going in. And why? There's nothing there. Build freeway style interchanges now. Yeah, go over or go under. Save the fucking money on rebuilding later and, and knocking
0: down places,
1: houses, houses and businesses, businesses that are brand new, like the Dollar Tree over here that's shuttered now because they're going to knock it down. Things fucking three years old, that building. And they knew when they built that building, they were going to build an interchange style exchange on Bangor here. And they should have done that with Bangeter because they knew what was going to happen. So if you build the freeway-style interchanges now, like just go to Phoenix. Go see how they build their infrastructure for their highways. It's so much better. Even in Texas, even in Houston, the way they've got it set
3: up. Even New Jersey roads, was good, too. Yeah, roads that aren't that busy, but they are set up to where it can be converted quickly and easily to a much larger freeway system.
1: Yeah, and there's no reason they shouldn't do that with Mountain View Quarter. I said that from the day they started building that thing. It's nice, but the lights, and the lights are going to create a situation just like Bangor. And Especially
0: because it's just it's just two lanes on each side. There like, if they think in. that it's going to have as much traffic as I-15, well, I-15 a, is five lanes.
3: It's already getting to be comparable to Bangor.
1: Especially that day, the time of day. Yeah, oh, it is. When like we come the two lanes. for the
3: podcast at five o'clock. And and, and every time they put one more light and one more light, it seems like every couple months. And they're never
0: timed properly. Like our our road managers don't seem to be able to time a light.
1: Well, they shouldn't be timed on those fucking streets. They should absolutely be censored. Because there's just not a lot of east-west traffic that far out. Yeah. But again, freeway interchanges solve the whole damn thing. And they could have built them when they built the road. They didn't need to put in lights. Well, you just made me rant. (laughs) I didn't even read that op-ed and you made me rant because it's something that's annoying as shit to me. It's just poor planning. It's really piss poor planning. And it might be like, oh, more now, more later, but that's stupid. Um Okay, so BYU police. Did I? Okay, I did link an article. I couldn't remember if I did or not. So the the um, public safety division of the Utah state uh, government. It's actually part of the governor's office. Uh, has decertified the BYU police force. We talked about this like five or six months ago. That if they didn't change, they were this was going to happen. So yeah, and this is all. This is all a lot of this is derived from something we talked about a couple years ago. So, um, there was a, there was a specific case in 2016 where there was some rape allegations and the Salt Lake Tribune actually had posted a public records request, which BYU denied at the time. Uh, and as a result, they filed a complaint. Um, and this has continued since then. So, um, so the, the certification criteria. So basically, any police department that's certified with the state, um, they go under the, uh, the public safety administration, basically. They have to certify with them, and there's certain things that they have to do, uh, which is, uh, the Freedom of Information Act stuff, basically. They, anybody that requests information, um, they have to provide it. And BYU have failed to provide that, basically saying, hey, we're a police force of a private institution. We don't have to provide that stuff. Well the state said yes you do. You're Isn't certified they call by militia the state? when you're your own. <laughs> well basically they become a they become a they become a, a security service is what, what will will happen essentially. So they now have until September first to comply with the request for information. Uh otherwise the, the decertification continues. They'll have to appeal, which they haven't said they're gonna do, which is interesting. Um so uh, the, this from the the public safety department, though, they said confounding. It is, yeah, they said is it is important for our department or to our department that all law enforcement agencies and officers in Utah are held to the highest standard. We expect transparency and accountability by all who serve the public. We will give proper respect to the decertification process, meaning they're done. Mm-hmm. Like there's not really a chance unless they start producing stuff. They'll be mall cops. Well, that's basically what they become. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, on a segue. And BYU has said, BYU has said, well, no, we're, because we're a private institution, there's a certain degree of privacy that our people expect, so we can't do that. So they said they we're privately funded, managed, and operated police department within a private university, and that's why they won't release records. And so I have no problem. Yeah,
0: but they don't have any problem accessing all of the, the records through
1: for. So all of their police officers yeah. have to be certified by the state of Utah. Um, any peace officer does to be a police officer. And basically, they've told BYU, uh, we'll decertify you, and we're going to give all your officers a chance to get a job. We, we're not decertifying them, but we'll give them a chance to get a job on a real police force. And you have to come up with, because your police force is decertified, how you're going to police your campus, because otherwise we'll do it. Well then they just have they pay they pay the state to do it then. Yep, it's, then they'll pay the probably Provo because isn't BYU in Provo technically? Yeah. I don't know. It's all meshed there between Provo and Orham. But yeah, they have to yeah, pay campuses on they'll have to pay the city of Provo or the County of, of uh whatever. of Utah. Unified or whatever's out that way. It's Utah County. Sheriff's Office would do it. So uh, interesting stuff, um, and I think, and it's and it's all tied back to what we've talked about, which are the the mishandling of uh, sexual misconduct and, and rape allegations on that campus. This is all tied back to that. These are that was where the records request came from, is the handling of that sort of stuff.
3: We've heard stories from from guests. Clear back in the seventies, they had problems with that. This is nothing new.
1: No, it's not, and I think it's great that the state's finally taking action. So. You had a note in here about Los Hermanos.
4: Yeah, they so they really so they burned down what like 3 weeks ago in Provo. The one in Linden is still there. And they have been trying to find a location in Provo, but they have been unsuccessful. However, there was an open space at the university uh, it's not University Mall anymore, this old school. I can't remember what it's called now.
1: No, the University Mall still exists. But
4: it has. they call it something else now. It's more fancy. So, uh, I don't know. Anyways, so they, University Place is what it's called now. They are going to be opening there, but they don't have a date yet. The space is built, but they just have to move in and get business going. They were, There's nothing
1: in there, don't worry. They were a beloved institution, for sure.
4: They'll be back, Dory. And f- in the meantime, the Linden one is really busy.
1: I'm not worried. I don't fucking go to Utah County for much if I can help it. And there's, better, there's better places to eat down there. That place is good, though. I'm not going to lie. Um, but uh, Bam Bam's, go get some barbecue. This <laughs> is fucking unbelievably good. Um, okay, so now we're going to talk about... We're going to bore you for maybe 15 minutes with some quick legislation. Just
4: so you know, I... Printed a new article, the most up-to-date article, because when you posted this morning, they had not gone through the Senate.
1: Uh, they did, but just the first vote. So they're... they're well, yeah, s- like
4: a, two weeks ago, but officially 18 so, to 11.
1: Y- yeah, so um, the uh, we're going to go through some legislative news because we're right in the heart of, of the legislative session. Eight days um, left. This is when all the bills actually start to get passed, so we'll probably have a pretty heavy week again next week, and then the, the following week we'll tell you uh, all the shit the governor's expected to sign, because um, that's kind of how it works. Um, you know what else it is today? March 5th.
0: Fat Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, it is Fat Tuesday. Fucking party people.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, so here's the thing. Party hard, because then you have to go through Lent. This is why you party your ass off right now Because Lent starts And once Lent starts you can't fucking have anything cool You gotta be guilty all the time And hate yourself for a month and then Go organize religion That is not it And then a, <laughs> and then a magical bunny comes around And shits out chocolate <laughs> eggs um, It's a lizard Hey where are those by the way?
4: I put them at her
1: station Did they're you get right them? Yeah they're okay. by my foot I always buy just shitty eggs They're they're no actually they're they're one of my favorite things too but it's the cheap egg cartons the the (laughs) chocolate covered chocolate covered marshmallow eggs and the like egg cartons
4: I just really love marshmallows I had the most amazing s'mores latte down in Saint George it was as big as my head like that's not even a lie it was so good
1: (laughs) everything is bigger down south I guess you
4: got your chicks and
1: rabbits I got a package of chicks and rabbits and ate them. Um, there's very limited supply of those out there. Um,
2: oh, that's so sad. Uh,
1: okay, so the bill we were alluding to, that the Jess said she posted an updated article because mine was too old. Is the hate crimes bill? It's passed the Senate, uh, and it's headed to the House. And I really Woo-hoo. doubt it'll get held up in the House. Um, I, I think we have uh, enough enough folks that are finally like we need to we need to pass it. Well, the key
0: is. The LDS Church has finally said that they don't oppose it.
1: And this is something we can talk to Sim Gill about when we have him on again, because this 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 directly impacts him. So this is this is some of the stuff. Like, so today he cannot prosecute the guy that assaulted, uh, what's his name downtown a couple of weeks ago, yeah. the 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 gay guy. Um, he he can't. Uh, or he, he just can't, punched
0: him, hauled off and punched
1: him. Are you gay? And then he said him. yes, and he said, oh, well, then you're gay, and he punched him can't prosecute that for a hate crime under today's laws, and he won't be able to even after this passes, because that's not how it works. It's basically so hard to prosecute for a hate crime under current Utah law that they don't even try.
0: They haven't even prosecuted a because you, It's it. ridiculous. Because
1: you can't get a conviction. Um, who was it? There was a thing that happened last year and the state of Utah couldn't get it prosecuted as a hate crime and actually it got it's getting it's, prosecuted federally now. So uh,
4: he worked at a tire shop and a came by and beat the crap out of him and was like I'm going to kill Mexicans and yeah, he just right. pummeled him with a
2: freaking so, so
1: it's been picked up federally mm-hmm. so they can prosecute as a hate crime because the state of Utah it's so prohibitive to, to prosecute as a hate crime so that's what this legislation does it expands the scope of the groups it expands the scope of the crimes which can apply for for hate crime um, so it's a good thing it's, it's definitely a good thing to see the petition for the new state flag that <laughs> what? Yeah, it's yeah. going through the house right now. So I'm just going to throw this out there, Jeremy. We have this thing on Google that we look at every week, and uh, we put notes like that on with links that so, I that so, Jess and I both
0: showed you how to do
1: multiple times. I know you've been there because you wrote one thing I once. Did once, and it worked. So when you find that stuff, put it on the page. Okay. Put it on the notes. We'll see if it passes. Wait, you didn't know that. No, I didn't know that one. I didn't know it either. And I've been, I've been watching a lot of shit. We'll, <laughs> we'll send you the link. Uh, so there <laughs> is a, there's a house bill. Uh, which one is it? HB something or other. I don't fucking know. I hate it when oh, HB 324. Uh, so it's in tobacco. committee right now. Uh, it's to raise the age to purchase tobacco from 19 to 21. Utah's already got the most restrictive tobacco law in the country at 19, I think.
0: Okay. You can go fight for your country. You can drive a car. You can sign a legal document to purchase married. a house. You, yeah, can, you can get, get thrown
1: in jail for all sorts of shit.
0: But you can't buy cigarettes?
1: Yeah. It's in contradiction with federal law as well.
3: What's the age for vaping? And I realize it's not exactly
1: the 18. F- And you can legally smoke in the state of Utah at 18. You just, just can't, can't buy tobacco. And don't get me wrong, I think tobacco is a terrible thing. There's all kinds of health problems associated with it, but some people are just going to do it. I did it for a long time. Uh, I
0: forget that you did it now.
1: I smoked for a long... I started smoking when I was 12 years old. Uh, so You're still smoking when we first met. Yep. Yeah, and I still like to smoke a pipe or a cigar every once in a while. I don't do it very often, but I, I really enjoy smoking a pipe. Um, but, this all goes back to freedom of choice, though. Yeah. Now that, See, before, there, there was a huge problem, right? Before, tobacco companies were, were clearly marketing to the kids. They were doing shit like the Joe Camel stuff. They were funding research to say, oh, tobacco is not harmful, and just having scientists straight up fucking lie through their teeth. And that's all now been kind of turned on its head. Give people a choice. If they want to fucking smoke against every fucking thing that's out there that says you shouldn't do this because it's bad for your health, let them. And already,
0: like, I forget when I go to other states how restrictive and how few people in Utah smoke, because I don't think about it very often. I don't see very many people I mean, smoke.
1: If you, go, if you go to another state, like, fuck, if you go to Wyoming, they just barely stop smoking inside of buildings, <laughs> which has been a thing in Utah since basically I moved here, like since the late 90s or early 2000s.
3: I remember going to the bowling alley with my grandparents in yep. Idaho when I was a kid. <laughs> And like you'd open the door and then that waft of smoke. My parents were in a
0: league and I'd go with them and I'd come home and I'd just smell of, of tobacco. The
1: best is when you would go into a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Smoking or non... Oh, non smoking. And they fucking put you like, and I remember like. There's like a booth back like, to back. Denny's. You're sitting <laughs> in a booth and there's this like wall and there's a little piece of glass and there's actually a hole in the bottom of the glass and on the top of the glass and right next to you there's someone smoking. Like, how's that fucking stopping the smoke? <laughs> the haze.
2: <laughs> there's so.
0: less haze on the other side.
3: Oh, the good old days.
1: So, anyway. Um okay this, this okay so i po i actually dug around and found um some some shocking stuff uh, and i thought i put this in a different order but apparently i i forgot it
2: might have been my fault
1: but uh I I wanted to dig up some of the stuff that's a little more shocking. I'm going to do the other one first. Um so the first thing is Utah is uh working on a resolution. Um apparently we're only one vote away from from getting it to pass. Um uh, but the the SJR which is uh Senate Joint Resolution 9 um is a resolution that would add Utah to a list of about 12 other states that are calling for a constitutional convention. Uh, we really haven't done one of those in fucking forever, basically since the Constitution was formed. Um, but it's part of our Constitution. It's the ability for us to form, if enough states sign on, uh, to come to a convention and look at updating the Constitution. It's been a couple hundred years, it might be worth doing. Um, so you need a minimum of 34 states to, to get the Constitutional Convention to, uh, come to action. So that's, that's a task, a monumentous task, but we're at about a dozen now. Utah would add to that. And there are a bunch of others that have uh, similar bills being proposed or similar resolutions being proposed, proposed. Basically, so from Utah's perspective, I think the big thing is like the public land stuff, the federal use of lands. Yeah, because ultimately
3: uh, at the end of the day, the federal government has the final
1: say. On some of it, on some of it. And that's the big thing for Utah. It always has been, is state rights versus federal um, federal mandates and stuff like that. Uh, so I think it would be interesting to see what would happen in, in a constitutional convention. I think there's, there's a lot of merit to it. I don't necessarily agree with why the state of Utah would be interested in it, but... Do they get to wear cool, like, powdered wigs and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have to dress up like they did in the 1700s. They can't do it then. um okay so
0: so i read this and i i don't get this why that this quote is even in here or why he said this these are great guys fatheringham said of nelson and the resolution senate sponsor cedar city republican senator evan bickers the japanese were not i mean i know he's talking about world war ii and stuff but, but why like why do you say that
1: well, more to the point, why did the Salt Lake Tribune, Mr. Benjamin Wood, decide to fucking print that? Like, you don't have to keep all of you that can quote. ask
4: him his information's on it's the back, back page. back to the
3: fear-mongering that we've been talking about. No. I just, first These of reports. all, <laughs> he,
4: like,
1: <laughs> like, like, I
0: don't get why that is, is, has anything to do with anything in any way, yeah. shape, or form. What, and second of
1: all, like, why is it even in this article? Well, what, ask this guy right here. What that does to me is tell me that uh, fathering him is, a, uh, is an old coot. And, and that maybe Benjamin
0: Wood was like, I want you to know this horrible thing that he said, so I'm going to leave this quote
1: in. I mean, to be fair, he's a Japanese, or he's a, a World War II war vet, so the dude's probably, like, in his 90s or, or older, the the father, The guy that said uh, that. Which
3: would make sense, he holds political office in Utah. Yeah.
1: You know. <laughs>
0: Jeff was saying, and he was being funny. He wasn't meaning about, but he was like, yeah, you can just call me a, a racist jerk. And I said, oh, I'll just call you a Mormon Republican. It's the same thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to, we're going to power through the next few of these. These are a little crazy to me, like some of the shit that, that is on our books that we're trying to get off. So apparently um, it's not only legal, but actually normal practice for uh, anesthetized uh, women to have pelvic exams performed on them by medical students. Without consent. (laughs) What the hell? Apparently, that is a legal practice in the state of Utah and something that is very commonplace. Um, Basically, like.
4: Listen, if you're like awake, they even they ask for your consent when they have a when they have a medical student with them. Because when they did my EKG, like they asked if a medical student could come in.
1: But if but you're apparently, out, don't have to ask. Yeah, if you're anesthetized, it's not even that they, like, what's the point in doing a pelvic exam on an anesthetized patient that you're not doing pelvic things with? Like, that seems like, a viol- that seems like a violation to begin with, but then you're having students do it. Now, I totally get it. Like, it is best to learn on live patients. I totally understand that. But how the fuck are they allowed to do it without consent? And why do we need a bill? I mean, why is why it? is that not
0: just illegal?
1: <laughs> That's well, and that sweet. was that was Dan McKay, the sponsor of SB 188. Question: He's like, I don't understand how this. Like, Even I don't Todd understand. Todd Weiler how was is. like, WTF? And Todd Weiler's fucking crazy people. Like, yeah. How did they find out that that this was happening? Because if I they're asleep, the so hills. let me t- let me tell you how these kind of bills come about. Something happens to someone, and they take the kind of action that we've told all of you you can take. They um, call their local rep, and they go, "This happened to me, and apparently that's okay." I change have no it. recourse. Can you help me change this? And that's how changes get. This made. makes me want to cry. So, uh, right along with, uh, right along with that. So, I'm <laughs> sorry. Sorry to start there. <laughs> this one there.
4: Is crazy. I saw this last week, and a- I was like, a- apparently, weird.
1: Another thing that we're missing <laughs> are state regulations on amusement, For amusement park parks. <laughs> Yeah. Why do I have two of these? Even though we have because I don't have one. Oh, now right. you do. That's okay. That's, that's right. doing my job. Uh, that's okay. We sit next so to each So H- HB three eighty one uh, is uh, Val Potter out of out of Logan, and apparently, which is cool because there are actually a lot of rides that are built in Logan. Val's been trying to get this on the books for a while. Apparently,
4: thirteen years.
1: So, so oh, that way, worked he, for. He, oh, he worked for.
4: That makes sense. He worked for the.
1: Builders of the amusement rides. So again, this is he worked for them and he went, Utah doesn't have a safety inspection program for rides, like forty four out of fifty states do. I feel like I don't want to go to Lagoon again. Well, that's not even just Lagoon. Think about this. Like we go we went up to the Olympic Park. No sa- no state run safety yeah,
2: inspections.
1: Yeah, but Yeah, but that's what true what if the fucking cabling in the 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 right but i bad. think that
0: they're that they're keeping that for like a, as an olympic venue. i
1: mean i know it's a music sure park, you but also but think that lagoon takes care of their rides but I guess did. what the fucking so well, what are I'm, the white roller coasters still in operation no 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 so think about this what do you remember this was like probably 10 years ago when the old rocket like hammer ride the two cars that went upside That's and the worst twi- ride ever. yeah the fucking car as it was up at top, fell off the ride and injured the people inside of it. It's a two-car ride, like front and back of of two different cars. Well, you got in. One of them fell off at the top of the ride, which is like a fucking 25-foot fall, and dropped the people on the ground. That would not happen if we had state inspections, but apparently that doesn't we chose, exist.
0: Hey, we chose to get on the ride.
1: Those 16-year-olds that run that park,
3: they just do not take their job seriously.
1: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Look, come on. The guys that actually like work mechanically on the rides are probably 18 and a half.
3: <laughs> they've, they've, they've worked their way. They're
1: out. the seniors. They've been there for two years or three years. Well,
4: there are liabilities. There are just no laws yet.
1: Yeah, well I mean they still have insurance and stuff that they have to pay, but there's no laws and there's no state inspections. So there's there's no one I fucking hope it does. Like it's crazy. Because guess what?
4: Laguna's opening a new ride in a couple of years, but they haven't announced what it is. They yet. open a new ride. I haven't ride been every on the year. last two new rides. It's supposed to be ginormous.
1: So they actually they're they're the way they work is they open a new ride every year and every other year it's a big ride. And so we got the can was it the cannonball last year?
4: Cannibal was like three years ago.
1: Was it really heavy. we yeah. still haven't been on that it's I've never awesome. been
0: on it. I haven't I been I really want to go to Lagoon though. but we haven't done it Chris keeps telling me I should just take a day off of work and, oh, and let's do upside down in. we can do it it's rad I can't take any days Kenneth said
1: Kenneth can go fuck himself <laughs> um, okay so um, here's another one this is uh, <laughs> this has got Utah all over it I need to so, know how this conversation with a parent goes in the state of Utah uh, currently if you're 15 you can get married but you can't smoke or drink. Nope. 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 You can't even fucking drive a car legally at 15 That's unless true. there's special circumstances. So, uh, on a farm. We are hopefully changing. Uh, the House has approved this. So, uh, HB 234. Um, so, passed with overwhelming margins. I want to know who the six motherfuckers that voted against it are. Um, um, we should look that up. They got
0: married when they were 15. We should Wilder.
1: look it up. fucking what's the guy down in, in uh, southern Utah in Kanab? Um, we don't
2: need to talk the about the fuck is his
1: name? Noel, Mike he? Noel. He voted against <laughs> this. I Noel guarantee. and Weiler. Well, his entire fucking district is polygamous. That's what this fucking bill is uh, out there to stop. So, we've approved a ban on fifteen-year-old girls getting married. Sixteen and seventeen need parental permission. Not girls, fifteen-year-olds. Olds, but let's be <laughs> honest. It's not fifteen-year-old boys getting married. It is fifteen-year-old girls getting okay, married to but their my second point cousin is, in, in Utah. It's. Not just a ban on 15-year-old girls. Their daddy's buddy. Married. No, it's 15-year-old. But year old it and also parents.
4: imposes a seven-year maximum that was age the, gap.
1: That was the big deal. So for 16- and 17-year-olds, they need parental permission because, you know, you're a parent.
0: What oh the my- fuck are you doing giving your 16- or 17-year-old permission to get married?
1: Again, you're fucking FLDS most likely, um, but... What if a, you're
4: tired of them living at home and you just want them to go away? <laughs>
1: the big thing is the seven-year age gap, marry so they off. cannot be more than seven years. So they years can't marry more. a 35-year-old. Correct. So at 17, you could oh. marry a 24-year-old, essentially, which I've always said, the and this is interesting, like the older you get, the age gap shrinks in terms of, like it gets bigger in terms of what's acceptable. This is the equation that works for me. Half your age plus seven.
0: That means that I didn't cradle, cradle rob Chris. So, <laughs> truthfully,
1: like if you're 17, half your age is eight, eight and a half plus seven, 15 and a half is, <laughs> is the limit. That's the limit. A seventeen year old shouldn't but, be marrying but, anyone. But I feel like a seventeen year and a old
0: and a fifteen, sixteen year old like if when you start thinking about it, when you start applying that math to it, it actually starts to make sense. So
1: if you think about sense. a twenty four year old, half that is twelve plus seven is nineteen. They shouldn't marry anyone under the age of nineteen. I think you're fucking crazy if you're twenty four marrying a nineteen year old. They're gonna change a shit ton like you already have. Like you're insane to marry someone that young. But that's my personal opinion. Thank God Utah is on its way to pass a ban on 15. Thank God we're on our way to the married. 20th century. Yeah, the same fucking 1802 anymore. <laughs> um, okay, and then the last one, and then then we'll uh, we'll get to our guest for the so night. So this
4: was like one of the very first things that was talked about, even before the session
1: started. But it's finally <laughs> finally out of committee, and uh, it's I like how it says it breezes through Utah State Senate or Utah Senate Committee. Again, this was brought up like like weeks before the session that we were going to do this. So um, Utah has a loophole in in its anti-slavery law. <laughs> Basically, if you're a prisoner, you can be a slave in the state of Utah. <laughs> there is a, a bill in the Senate that is out there to close that loophole and eliminate slavery like entirely. Like chain gang, kind of? Also, to be fair, Utah is we'll a slave state. We were a slave state in gang. the Civil War. Pro-slavery. We didn't really have a lot of slaves here. But you know, we're assholes, so why wouldn't we be pro slavery? So
0: You know, if we would have just let the Catholics take over instead of letting the Mormons take over, that wouldn't have been an issue.
1: You should have tried harder. We would have just we had did, a, we were here <laughs> first. We would have just had a whole lot more molestation going on. I don't know. I think it's just more hidden in the Mormon Church. We just learned about yeah. what the police are doing they're, on the BYU. They're campus. just better. They're just better at covering it up.
0: I. Their people.
4: Their leaders uh, change out more often, and so <laughs> you don't notice it as much. Uh, speaking of our past, I I like to research things before I go do them. Sometimes, okay, most of the time. So I wanted to know about the history of how Snow Canyon was
2: formed. So
1: you knew better than to fucking walk through those walls. Yeah Uh, (laughs) I'm not letting that go That was a really bad life choice I know it turned out okay But the odds were not in your favor But the
0: odds could have been that today we were doing a podcast without Jess We were at her funeral A
1: lot of people make a lot of bad choices Did did you say when you were doing it May the odds ever be in our favor Because you really should (laughs) have
4: No, but I'll show you the pictures before we crossed. Um, anyway, so I was looking at Snow Canyon and I was reading about how it was formed and and it was talking about who lived there before, which was like the Paiutes and the Anasazi Indians. And then it was like, and then the Mormons came and found it. And I was like...
1: Yep, and then the Mormons what? came and found it and <laughs> killed all of them
4: in a couple of massacres. It's just how it was like, all these people lived here and then it was found. and I, I was Finders just like, keepers. Lost?
1: Let me ask yeah. you, did, did, the, did the Native Americans Americans have a flag?
4: Apparently not. No, flag no country. No yeah. Flag no country. Apparently not because
1: the and Mormons just, found it. You just ask Americans and the English and the French, like. Just like when you find a ball in the playground,
3: you just scratch their name off and write yours on it. Yep. <laughs> but if it's a dodgeball, it would pop. And you
1: just lick all the brown. What? Marker. Oh, the marker. What kind, of, what kind of, what the hell? She's like, I just That's, use knives to, I to think put he my meant name he on scratch. I
0: think he meant scratch like, you know, you scratch your name off a list.
1: I just lick everyone else's <laughs> food so they give it to me. Yesterday you licked me. Yeah, you said you were salty. I wanted to check. I meant,
0: you know, my attitude was salty. Not that I was salty.
1: All right. With us today, we have back a, a guest that we've had on before, Chris Provost, but we also have Chris's wife. Was way better looking than he wait,
2: is. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and probably has fewer
1: dad jokes. Yeah,
4: <laughs> That's true. I have zero, zero jokes. Amanda is her
1: name. Yes. Not just Amanda Chris Pro- Yeah, no, Amanda Provost. <laughs> um, we actually have them here uh, to talk about their YouTube channel, uh, right? The Provost yeah. Park Pass channel? Yeah, Provost
5: Park Pass. It's our YouTube channel. So...
1: Um, We don't really need to talk about Chris that much because we already talked about him. Right, right, right. We
3: got the full rundown, but we need to know a few things about Amanda before. Yeah. So
1: Jeremy likes to start at conception. (laughs)
3: We don't have to go back that far, but. (laughs) Where are you from?
6: (laughs) I got a little nervous there. Well, I am originally pretty much from Utah. So I was raised here in Utah and I've traveled around a little bit growing up. And I met Chris and we got married and we have a little son named Miles and he's two. Yeah, well, and we, that's our story in a nutshell. But when we met, you were living
4: in California when we met yes. you in San Diego. What we did in California. She was living at Disneyland.
6: I was mm-hmm. living at Disneyland. Oh, I yeah. wish. I actually <laughs> was working. I worked at SeaWorld. So SeaWorld SeaWorld was my first that's amusement bef- park. Before Blackfish came out. That so right. was before Blackfish <laughs> came out, it's true. <laughs> so I was working at SeaWorld and living in San Diego and um we met there. So I do love California. I've always loved Southern California.
3: Excellent. And always loved amusement parks. How did you get a Just out of curiosity, how did you get a job? You just all of a sudden, hey, I'm from Utah, but I'm going to go work at SeaWorld. How did? How did yeah,
6: I've always wanted to work at SeaWorld. Or? Yes. So when I was a little girl, I went to SeaWorld and I always wanted to work at SeaWorld. I love animals and I love sea animals. And um, they had an opening and it was in the education department. And what it was for was doing presentations. So animal presentations, talking about the animals, showing the animals. We did animal feedings with groups and tours and kids camps, everything teaching about the animals. And so I applied and I auditioned and went through the application process and, and went on and it was a wonderful job. It actually was a great place to work.
1: So, what kind of animals did you get to touch? Oh, they have <laughs> All of
6: they them. have everything there. They have whales, they have dolphins, turtles, fish, everything.
5: One of, one of my favorite stories though, when I was when I was like courting her Do we say that we're courting <laughs> Sure yeah, we're just, Before you put down <laughs> your dowry Yeah right, right, right. <laughs>
6: All, so,
0: all I, of us But probably three of us Are you know Over 40s That's so, all right Okay right,
5: So I tried I told her to move to Utah Because I want to keep dating her Because I was living in Utah And she was in California she said, well, I don't know. I love my job at SeaWorld. And I'm like, hey, there's an, there's an aquarium out here. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and this, can- is this
5: pre-Loveland? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she ended up, she came out here and she did an interview with them. And I was like, she's going to get this. She's got all this experience at SeaWorld and her resume was impressive. She goes in the interview and while they're interviewing it, they tell her like, yeah, like, you're perfect for this job because you fit the size of the costume. <laughs> and she's like, what Whoa. costume? What? She goes, we want you to dress up as a well for kids' birthday parties. <laughs> Yes. I was like, why did not you take a job?
0: <laughs> You're like, really, I would like this woman to come to Utah, please. What are you doing?
3: So how did you finally get her to come to Utah? That obviously didn't work. Yeah, no, that didn't. No, work. I did
6: not take that job. Yeah. So did I did, not did take you go the down the street costume. to Chick fil A and get in the cow costume? I I did take the okay. cow costume over the whale costume. <laughs> no. It just kind of worked out. We just kept dating and um Fell in love and uh, aww, uh. and I ended up loving him more than I loved SeaWorld So, oh, <laughs> so what you're saying
1: is it wasn't love at first sight. No. so you had to work that. I get it. Well, did, he was against <laughs> like
0: dolphins and whales. He was I mean, a big c- cat. Come
1: on. Oh. Just because we have him in here doesn't
5: mean yes, you need to resort to these. Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah <laughs> That is awesome. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's gonna use that now.
5: I totally am gonna use it. I've got like all these fish puns going through my head. I was gonna start throwing them in periodically. Do you know what you call a fish with no without oh, any eyes? No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, does it ever
6: get old? Um, I think I've just kind of learned tune to out? tune it out.
5: She's numb oh, to it. I have learned to tune it I out. I have learned with, my, it out. <laughs> I've
2: learned
0: with my Chris, though. Like there are certain things that are just endearing enough that it, it, they just they don't. You don't. You're not as like you probably don't laugh as hard as everybody else, but you're like, yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, and, that's, and if it yeah. wasn't part of him, you wouldn't love him as
5: much. Exactly. Also, when I when I come up with some new jokes, and I like practicing them. I'll practice them on there, and if I get this response, if I get. I know <laughs> that's good. Gold That's gold That is gold
6: And um, those are the jokes He uses on stage All the so time That's it In front of thousands of people It's if yeah. I do that response yeah. That's good So that's I'm that's sorry good. everyone
1: <laughs> So Have you guys, do you guys Do TikTok at all Have you looked at No I've heard all about it They say this oh. is the new Wave That's this another is crack so, so basically TikTok is, is the replacement For what Vine was like Vine mm-hmm. Yeah um, And there are So The interactions that you two have on some of your YouTube stuff, not even Provost Park Pass, but the other stuff remind me a lot of uh, of a couple that's on TikTok in Vegas that he always just asks her the dumbest jokes and like catches her on camera <laughs> asking the jokes and her reactions.
4: As if you guys don't have enough like right. media to do right <laughs> <Yeah>. now.
5: <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun though. I actually want to check out TikTok now. No, let me do that's, that.
1: So my favorite thing is I've had it on my phone for two weeks. I haven't even created an account and I get lost for like thirty, forty five minutes at a time just watching stupid
2: videos
1: (laughs) but
0: see we don't have a two-year-old so that's okay. our kids are 21 and 18 and don't live
2: with us (laughs) that's true
0: so it's it's okay but i have a feeling that if you get lost like that Mm -hmm. when you're at home Mm -hmm. you might get in a little bit of
5: trouble Uh, yeah it's very true very true miles has a lot of energy and so he requires (laughs) a lot of i I
0: remember I, i vaguely remember two
5: yeah it you remember being 16 two? 16 years ago. No, my children. 16 years ago,
0: huh? It was six, 16 years ago when my youngest was two. And, and I vaguely remember it not
6: being an easy time. <laughs> it's a handful, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah.
1: So, what what is it about Disneyland? Like, how did you guys fall in love with Disneyland? Because SeaWorld was at the tops for you.
6: Yes, yes. Yeah. So, I've always loved Disneyland, too. And actually, when the. Chris and I first met. This so this was it, you guys. This was it. Chris and I first met, and we were talking and kind of getting to know each other. What, and, where did you meet? Um, we actually met on a cruise ship.
5: Can you believe that? <laughs> it was. It was Do you not. Want hear, it's the greatest story. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. okay, here we go. <laughs> I was with my best friend, Greg. Okay, and at the time, he had super long hair. Parsons? Yeah, Greg Parsons. Yeah, know Greg. you know, yeah, you know and Greg. That's okay, yeah. Cameraman
6: Greg. Cameraman Greg from Promos cameraman Park Bass. Wow.
5: Cameraman Greg. He was on the ship with me with super long hair, right? And we were there. It was just one of those little cheap cruises out of going to like Ensign. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And we get on this cruise, and we see, I see Amanda, and she's all by herself. Amanda's very brave. She would travel all around all by herself. She went like to go to China and cruises by herself. And I saw her, and I was like, That's, "Oh!" I was like, I felt something. I was like, I felt like this is it. I went over. She saw me and Greg with this beautiful long hair, and she thought we were some little cute little like gay couple from California. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, he's never going to try anything on me." I so can she, totally see that. oh, and I played it up. I was like, oh, "Whatever it takes to make her think that I'm like, that I'm like, hey, you can trust me." I'm like, mm. you know. So, but and I think I think by the second evening, she knew I wasn't gay anymore. So, but we, it was, so we're on the cruise ship, and I remember we're sitting there watching like the sunset, and she goes, "I have a very." Important question to ask you, and you know when you're like first starting to date somebody's that weird. You're like, oh jeez, fluttery. Yeah, like oh here we go, here we go. And I was like, and
6: okay, so the important question was, what are your thoughts on
5: Disneyland? And I was like, <laughs> I I had an annual pass at that point, and prior <laughs> I had dated a girl a couple years before that, and she hated Disneyland. So I was like, I was all panicking, and I was like, but you know what, I gotta get this, I gotta just peel this band aid off, and I'm like. I'm like, I, uh, I have an annual pass. I go as often as I can. I just absolutely love Disneyland. I think it's the greatest place. I was like, <laughs> and, and she's, like,
2: <laughs> oh. she's
5: like, oh, yeah, he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: And he actually pulled out his annual pass <laughs> and showed
1: me. But this is on the so cruise ship. Was, yeah, yeah, you yeah, do you had your it. pass on oh, the cruise ship. You never
5: know. <laughs> so never you know. left out it.
1: of California.
5: Yeah, exactly. You never yeah, know. But, that but, he had it. but the best part was that I pulled out my annual pass. And guess what she did? Pulled out her. She pulled out her annual pass. I was like, there we
6: <laughs> Boom. Pink. That was it. <laughs>
1: okay. So then we don't even need to ask anymore about your love for Disneyland. It's interwoven. <laughs> in it was marriage. established.
2: It was, yes. Yes. It's woven
4: into our relationship from the very
6: beginning.
1: From day
4: one. Was it some, was it, but that love came from somewhere before. Like, did you grow up going there? or Like, where did that love come from? We know where your love came from, but individually.
5: Right. No, I, so here's the thing is, I think it really depends on your first experience to Disneyland. So there, some people, when they go to Disneyland, it's magical. Other people go and they just see a theme park or just see like an amusement park. When I went with my family, and I remember I was very young, my mom and dad loved it. Like they were they were in. They loved it. And like when they saw Mickey Mouse, they got excited. They're like, it's Mickey Mouse. And they would ride rides and they would have a good time. And that love for that, just seeing them act that way, it made, made it okay. I'm like, oh, you can act like a child as an adult. And I just carried that over. And it was really interesting because I remember when my sister got married, her husband had never been to Disneyland. And when we took him to Disneyland for the first time, he did he just did not get it. He's like, this, what are we doing here, guys? We get to be going to Knott's Berry Farm and hitting 20 more roller coasters and getting food's way cheaper. And then, But now we've converted him to the magic. I feel like there's magic to it. I, th- I know that you believe me on that. I've yet I to find
1: it. I've <laughs> really yet to find it personally because I... I think you're spot on because my first experience with Disneyland, I was like 14 ish years old and with my dad and my stepmom and had a miserable time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what the hell is this place? It sucks. I'm being <laughs> dragged around with these people. We're going to Mickey Mouse. I haven't watched
5: that shit since I was like right. seven. Like, You know what? We're going to go. <laughs> the two of us, and we're gonna have a magical time. You're gonna love it. See, so. the only the only person I think I would have
1: a really spectacular time with is Kerry Jackson at Disneyland because he knows where to get drunk.
5: Yeah, he does. And like
1: <laughs> his his type of Disneyland experience is probably more the,
5: the he the, he's got some of the funniest stories when yeah. you talk to him about Disneyland. He's yeah, he's he knows it all. He knows I feel like all. Kerry
0: is is Chris's older brother. or yeah, something. Yeah, he's like
1: my my spiritual.
0: Other brother. than sports, like they they both like. Wrestling, boxing stuff. I'm like, what a weird thing for a geek to like.
3: Mm-hmm. So I know yeah. for me. So we've talked about it somewhat on the podcast. I I grew up very poor, mm-hmm. so I never went as a kid. So I didn't even really know what it was or what what to miss or what not to miss. It was. It might
0: as well have been China
3: to me. Yeah, growing up. Right. Um. So five years ago is the very first time that I went. Oh really? Oh, I that's didn't awesome! Know that. Yeah, that's yeah. I told you it took Heather I forever. Oh, no, to but I didn't know that that was the first time that he'd ever. Yeah, been. my whole life. So, so I was. Let's see <laughs> if I could do the math. Thirty-seven. He was old. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. So the very first time that I, I go to Disneyland with my kids and everything. So for me, it it was like a culmination of everything mm. I wanted to yeah. experience. And how how old were you how old were your kids when you took them for that first time? Uh, well, how old were they when Jonathan Heather took was them was probably
5: like two, right? Well, no, Jonathan would have been my youngest would have been five or six. See, I think it's a good time because you see when you're as an adult going with children, you kind of experience you it. See the magic. Light yeah, through them. their eyes, we had experience like with Miles. We were there at uh, and he was waiting in line for Mickey Mouse, and this is the first time he's kind of had that recognition of Mickey Mouse. And he's like waiting, and his body his body was like vibrating as his turn. And the second I was like holding him, I'm like, you have to wait, you turn, you wait, your turn. And finally it says, Okay, Miles, you can go, you can go up to Mickey Mouse. He ran full speed <laughs> and jumped. <laughs> and it almost knocked, almost Mickey, knocked over. Mickey over. <laughs> yeah. And then he just sat there and hugged him. And I was watching, and he just was so happy to see that. And that, that was a joy that i had never experienced before. Right. I love that. So for me, being there, one, for the first time was
3: cool, but my, my kids, mm-hmm. being able to see my kids. And my oldest two were. 14 and 16, so a little bit on the older side, but still right. for all of us to go and then to walk in there for the very first time. And and we went at Halloween time, so it's all the Halloween mm-hmm. stuff, which I'm a Halloween baby, so Halloween's huge for me. But just like you said, it's the magic. It's Yes, it's a, it's a way overpriced theme park, and the food and the travel will kill you, but <laughs> that's not what you see, yeah. and that's not what... I
1: saw. Yeah. It was the magic. It's the magic. So, so what about for you Amanda? What what was it
2: for you?
6: Mine was from my family so growing up my family um, was really into Disneyland so they took us to Disneyland and Disney World and so growing up um, since I was really really little it just was kind of planted. The seed was planted so it's really just young. So it basically
1: bred into you.
6: Yes. Yes. <laughs> and my my dad too like his family took him when he was young and and so it just kept kept going.
3: It's like Comic Con for your kids. Mm, yeah.
6: No, because
0: they grew know. out of that. too. <laughs> oh, <no.
1: laughs> I mean, they're still Star Huggers. So. I've
0: only been to Disneyland twice, and I've been to Disney World once. And.
3: Still been to it's Disney fine. World. We, uh, we had we just loved Disneyland so much that we just have it. It's your home base.
6: It's home base. Mm-hmm. It's
3: also closer. It yes, is. It's, it's it a is. lot more. So, by the way, when I told my kids who we were interviewing tonight. They were all just. Going crazy. They oh, really? oh. they <laughs> watch, yeah, yeah. watch. They
1: watch like every one of your videos. Yeah, yeah, so, they Yeah, so,
0: they even well, had a comment. What was their comment
3: oh, on well, one Their of them? comment to, to you, Chris, was, "Don't hold the the camera so close to your face <laughs> <laughs> because it makes our speakers on the TV buzz." That's what they said. <laughs>
5: It doesn't really matter How far the camera is I get some so If Mickey Mouse walks by I let out this high-pitched scream I like can't help it It's like
4: I love the one where it's like We did not edit This is yeah. Chris's real scream
3: Then yeah. <laughs> yeah, the next question was Ask Chris about the donuts. That the, was the next question. The donuts. The Mickey donuts. Oh,
5: the donuts. The, the special donuts, because mm-hmm. we've never seen them. Okay, anyway. so they have these They have these special donuts, right? And they, they bake them there, and they bring them out in the morning, and they bring them out another batch at 5 o'clock at night. And they're special, and they have like... Every week, it's different. You never know what you're going to get. Is but,
4: it at the donut cart that's over by... Yes, by the castle. Oh, my the, gosh. I, the best, had I had the the macaroon donut. It was like the most amazing it's, thing it's I've like, ever had. Like and an, the peanut butter and jelly yeah, one. It's like oh, an yes, like The peanut butter and jelly one. It's comes wine. down
5: and literally maybe gives birth in your mouth it's like it's the like most you're like whoa it's so good isn't it? I don't know that that's
1: and the best analogy
5: as fort-
0: someone who's given birth <laughs> oh, right,
5: right. I, I don't say. want
0: anything <laughs> to give birth in my mouth
5: oh, okay well maybe a bad analogy but all i meant to say was they are amazing but they go fast right so you got to be there because people well, know my 14 year old said take a map and have him show you on the map oh but,
4: I can it's, uh, there's only so one you, cart
5: you walk, yeah there's only one cart you walk down main street uh-huh. Right? and you see the castle mm-hmm. and you, I'm going to describe this so this is a, Christopher you understand what it's like going down Main Street you're walking down Main Street you see the castle and then you start to hear that music in your head it's like ah. <laughs> and then you get that light step in your heart you're describing a cult right, right? now <laughs> maybe, maybe but with, uh, the castle at the end is the spoke wheel the hub wheel they're right there on the left hand side so facing just before you go, right, to before the, you go to yeah, right before you go to Frontier right before you go no, to Frontier oh right after no, Frontier yeah, no yeah Frontier Land it's on your left hand side and it's on the right-hand side of the entrance of our There's a yep. little cart there, and that's the only place you can get them. You okay.
4: can get coffee and a donut. That's what I had for yep. breakfast that's every day get. in May last year. That's amazing.
5: <laughs> and then the other
3: thing that my kids wanted, and then we can get on with the rest of it, is they wanted your, your beer story. Oh, no. You're, you're not <laughs> my beer, Just beer juice. <laughs> just juice.
6: <laughs> oh, my goodness. So they have what's called Gaston's Brew, and that's at Red Rose Tavern. And
3: by the way, they all want to try it this time.
6: Oh, it's, it's delicious. So it is so <laughs> good. It's worth it. And so it's at Red Rose Tavern, which is at in Fantasyland, and it looks just like beer. And so I go and get it every time we're there because it's delicious. And I was sitting out with my son, Miles. It was just me and my toddler. We were having a... A little date ourselves at Disneyland Chris wasn't there and I had my Gaston's brew and they serve it in a plastic clear cup and every time I get it people come up to me and say where did you get the beer because as of now you're not you can't get it in regular Disneyland
3: not until Star Wars not until until exactly that still
6: won't be regular Disneyland there you go there you go so they always ask me where'd you get the beer and I have to explain (laughs) that it's just juice it's like a mango apple juice and it has foam on top and when this particular time I was leaving the park and I was as I was leaving, security came up and stopped me and said, "You can't take alcohol out of the park." <laughs> and I said, "Oh, this is actually just juice."
1: You're like, you can't and, get it in the park, guys. How would I have it this?
6: Like this foamy, frothy beer in a like clear cup? Like, no, it's just juice. I just bought it here. And they said, "Nope, sorry, like you can't well, take it out." You
5: have to tell me how they're like, they're like ma'am, because it's just her and Miles, and they're like, they kind of like the security surrounded her. Yeah, they so, like had Miles as a separated like oh. we got, they got a lady here over there, like out of a <laughs> going to have to call DCFS. got DCF this lady ass. out of
6: control. Call
5: the taser wand. Yes.
6: Yeah, more and more security showed up, and then they took my... They actually took my drink, and they were smelling it to see if they could smell. Well, it very clearly doesn't smell like beer, though. No, then. it was no. just juice, and they didn't know what to do, and they were all concerned about it, and... At the end, I was like, "This isn't worth it. Just keep it. You guys can just keep it if you're that. Maybe you should just try
3: it
1: real quick. Just have a little taste. back down to where you got it. I
6: know, right? I know. Do not know what they sell in this
0: park.
1: If if (laughs) it was me. Yes. If it was me, I would hand it to my child and have them drink oh, that it. Oh, that's so
6: smart. I should have done <laughs> that. Because you would have awesome. like it. Like. Yeah, it's just juice. It's just like apple juice. I totally loved it. So that is what I'm doing next time. If I ever get stopped again, I'm just going to give it to Miles, it to miles, miles. <laughs> and watch them.
2: St-
4: <laughs> <laughs> Make sure cameraman Greg is there, though. Right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So
3: those are my kids' questions.
1: So, oh, it's great I love them. So let me ask you, because the space that you guys have decided to embark on for, for the, the channel is is a very busy space. There's a lot of people that make a lot of videos and blogs and other stuff regarding Disneyland and secrets of Disneyland. Why did you want to jump in on that and do the same thing?
5: That's a really good question. So we were living in California uh, at the time and I have a friend, I've, I've done acting on the site and one of the directors i worked with a lot, his name is Ryan Little and he came to our house one day and he's like, hey, I just met this YouTuber as an actor and he's like, they have all these followers and and they're boring. He's like, you, <laughs> he's like, you and Amanda are way more entertaining that you should try like a YouTube channel. So I was like, okay. So I, you know, I, was like, I kind of, okay. And we started like a little YouTube channel. Like I was trying to tell funny stories and we're trying to kind of vlog our day a little bit. And I hated it. I, I hate it. I'm like, this is the worst thing I'm about. I can't stand it. So I ended up telling Ryan, I'm like, I'm not doing it anymore. And he's like, well, he's like, what's your passion? And he's like, you should do Disneyland because you love Disneyland. And I read about it a lot. And so I was like, oh, we'll start doing Disneyland. So we started, I just, I didn't really know anything about like vlogging at that point. So I was just trying my best to like, those first couple of videos that your kids are talking about, I was literally holding the camera. I didn't know. (laughs) But we started to, we started to morph the idea. We're like, we're going to do it different because a lot of Disneyland vloggers will just go in, they walk around the park and they just kind of talk about their day. Like, hey guys, here I am. I'm going to ride this ride and let's talk about it. And I was like, let's make ours more like a, almost like a TV show. Where it's more like just telling facts and having fun interactions and, and like have a topic for that particular episode. Each episode has a specific topic. It's so like learn about some trivia and facts. So, like the candy cane episode. Like the candy cane episode, learning all about the My different candy canes. Yeah. One. Yeah, candy yeah. The candy canes are there. It's so good. And, and, like and, you know they have to have that like a hundred degrees where they cook those candy canes, and so you're watching the the, the cooks as they're cooking the candy canes. They're like sweating and stuff. And he's like, "Get eat my candy cane!" I don't know, but it's it's so it, came it to just kind adds to the flavor. It does it adds to flavor. So we thought we tried to do that. And we thought it was just for us as a hobby. Amanda and I were just doing it as a hobby. We thought it'd be kind of fun, and then. We know how that goes. Yeah, that's what happened here. There you go. That's exactly where we got that. Yes.
2: Yes.
5: (laughs) And so that's what happened. And then basically, uh, Amanda started co-hosting some. And then when that happened, literally our viewership was like,
2: well, did wow. said she's
5: cute. Well, who do you have to look right, at? Right, for? right. It's, I was yeah. like, oh, that's the, that's the secret key. Amanda, get I get jokes for oh, be better looking more. Be still.
6: But I think Chris really did describe it perfectly. We, wanted, we did want it to be somewhat different because there are a lot of Disneyland vloggers. And there's also channels that just do facts. And so there's channels that just do facts with videos and still images. And then you have your vloggers. And we tried to kind of blend those together to make it more personal, but also also more informational and more like a TV episode.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. So how many
1: people do you have involved in it? Are you guys doing all the editing and stuff yourself?
5: We So we have kind of, we have like five people that are involved. So myself and Amanda, we're usually in front of the camera. We have producer Zach and he's the editor. He does a lot of the editing. We have cameraman Greg who he... It does the cameraman work <laughs> so and then we have what's called thumbnail dave and dave does he does like the thumbnails and like a lot of the graphics for the show he and so we job. yeah he does a great job and so, so the, we, like the countdowns you do the little in-betweens yeah and things like that so he does makes it kind of fun so a lot of those well some of those are that you're talking about is what producer zach does like if it's if it's mid-video that's producer zach if it's end of video or um, at the beginning of the video like those those things that's uh, Thumbnail Dave. And so I like that they all have nicknames. They all have their yes. nicknames. And yes. it's funny because when people watch the channel periodically, you know, Cameraman Greg or Thumbnail Dave will peer in of episodes, like a little cameo producer Zach, and people freak out. They're like, oh my gosh, I saw Cameraman Greg. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's a lot of fun. Yes. So.
6: And Thumbnail Dave also did our logo too. So the Provost Park Pass stamp that you see is Thumbnail Dave. So all of those graphics. Mm-hmm. But we have an awesome team. And then we also have our social media side and we all kind of help out with that too. So, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's an awesome. team.
1: Yeah. and everyone loves Disneyland as much as you two. Yes, yeah, they're
5: all they're all crazy. I know Greg does because he's yes. there all the damn he's time. He's there, <laughs> he the there all the time. He's there all the time. You know what's so funny with when you go, we go to Disneyland, people recognize us they're like, oh, it's Provost Park Pass, and you can see it's like the families and kids recognize Provost Park Pass, and sure enough, there's always like some. Like, sultry lady. She's like... This makes Yeah, she's like, Cameraman Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: every single... Saw you on that episode. Yeah, they're like,
5: I saw you. Like, you had a little cameo. How are you doing? I really don't understand. Every time. That. Every time. I don't time. understand it. They don't know Greg is the problem.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so how do, you, how do you guys keep the... How do you keep Disneyland fun? Because you've been... Countless times, probably. Or do you have like do you have like a prison style counter of like how long, <laughs> how many times you've been there? Like exactly. this is day six hundred and fifty two <laughs> scratch.
5: Yeah, the worst though, So we, we have your annual passes. They actually keep track of you, like how many times you go in a year. And I think we're we're over. We almost hit a hundred times. So, so are you the reasons they have blackout days? <laughs> mm,
2: yeah, it's, yeah.
5: It's because of us. <laughs> yeah, we're the reasons. So the way they keep it fresh for us is, it, you actually you get a different mentality when you are an annual passport holder. Because when you go, when you're just going for three days and that's like your vacation, you're like, I have to hit everything. I got to hit all the rides. I want to eat all the food. I want to have all those experiences. I better get all the autographs for the kids. And so you're constantly going, just as fast as you can. When you have an annual pass, you're like, you get there and you're like, oh, you know what? That's crowded today. I'm going to relax. I'm not going to worry about doing that ride. I'm just going to relax and maybe eat some food or it makes it more enjoyable because you don't feel as rushed. And you're like, I'm just going to today I'm going to see it one fast pass, maybe ride one or two rides or just kind of enjoy it. So it's a lot of fun for me.
6: And I think Disneyland does a really good job, too, of keeping things fresh. So they have a lot of different festivals throughout the year and a lot of different things going on. And so you get a different experience every single time you go because of all the cool things that they offer. You guys, it's the Food and Wine Festival right
5: now. And I I'm know. so excited that's still gonna be going
4: on when <laughs> I go there. I'm like, Yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting because like KSL will have us come on and do like little promos for Disneyland what's interesting though because this going on right now is the food and wine festival and you're like uh, you're like the food
4: festival is going on yeah, right the, now the food a food festival
5: <laughs> and just juice <laughs> although
2: that juice is delicious you juice. cannot take it out of the
5: park though right,
1: right. <laughs> they will stop just you just don't try it don't try to take it out of the park and they're going to call DCFS on you, if you yeah, exactly you. <laughs> yeah so so how do you how do you actually film in the park because Disneyland's obscenely crowded all the time how do you how do you film in the park successfully because that's got to be a challenging task
4: and what do you say when people ask if it's crowded do you just laugh at them you're like it's (laughs) Disney
5: it's always crowded now it's always crowded so we we actually Disney has been very good with us um we, one of the things we try to do is we try to have a very positive image. We try to, we try to be very positive in our comments and it's growing a community where people, I think the families and kids and people can watch it It's it's a very positive environment. I think Disney really likes that. So they've given us some, they give us, people always ask like, do you get free tickets? Disney doesn't give out free tickets. They don't need to do that, no. but they've give us, they give us access to things behind the stage or give us facts and they help us come prepare certain things. There are certain things that we can and cannot do like like the musical acts like the musicians that are there we're not allowed to interview them even if they want to be interviewed that's it's in their contract they can't do that but like uh cast members um, if a cast member... We uh, technically can't interview cast members, but if a cast they're member... They're not supposed to talk. Right. <laughs> they, no, they, you're they're you thinking talk. Mickey Mouse. You're, yeah. thinking like, you're thinking the costumes.
2: Anybody that talks yeah. in real no, life no. can talk. When right? you say
1: cast members, all I'm thinking about is the gigantic, ridiculous mascot Yeah, they, yeah they, they, don't, they
5: don't talk. <laughs> they do make sounds periodically, but I'm talking like the normal cast members. But a lot of them, uh, if they want to talk to us or be interviewed, they are welcome to do that. So we have a lot... We've developed such a rapport with most of them most of them know us now and they come out and they give us a lot of facts and it's a lot of fun so when we're filming we just go and have a good time and just have lots of fun with it and I think what kind of sets us apart in our channel is we don't really hide the bloopers I mean i I'm an idiot, so I make so many mistakes. And and Breezer Zach just is always like, he just shows them all. I'm like, can we just clean that up a little bit? He's like, no, this is really good stuff. It was like Snotty
0: Folds episode where Chris X... Can we stop talking about it? He'd been turning down the volume to blow his nose every time. And one of the times he accidentally turned it up. (laughs) And we were talking and he blew his nose and we... Oh, like because you could just hear it. I thought I had turned
1: the mic off. I like turn over here, <laughs> and, and all like, you can hear is me blowing my nose. I left it in.
5: Yeah, no, that's that's cool stuff. That's that's great. I love it, and it makes I think it makes your fans kind of more endearing to you because like oh, you're a flawed, deeply flawed individual. <laughs> <laughs> so
4: oh, you're just like me, is what they say. Chris. I thought you. It- <laughs> I, I don't know if it's in how like the places that you choose to film, but you guys don't ever get photobombed.
3: I've noticed like yeah, there really are.
4: isn't anybody behind go you know like yeah. a channel two and they're like.
3: I've, well, I've ah. seen some. I've seen some of the episodes where there's people behind you, but yeah? very yeah,
5: very rarely. They, they it's really interesting because there, there's you get photobombed a little bit, but most of the time when we're filming. Uh, people make a wide. They like will like. It's like partying because they don't
1: want to be in the
5: camera you, shot. You're like right. yeah. You're like oh, what is going on here? It, it, it looks different because with vloggers, the guys usually or girls holding the camera. <laughs> Ours is cameraman Greg and we have and look. You look more official. It does look a little more official. We
0: don't want Disneyland to get mad at us and throw us out here wearing heart. a tie.
5: Right, I'm wearing a tie and a all white all shirt. All you gotta do is bring a boom mic with you. That's all it is, right, right. So you're not and, even using it. It's just but... Vague, but. Oh, here's an interesting little trivia about it. So in my in every video I'm always wearing a white shirt and a tie. And the reason that it got started wasn't planned was We were living in California at the time, and I was working, and my very first video we ever did was the top 10 desserts at Disneyland. And I just left right from work and went straight to the park in my white shirt and tie and just kind of did that. And now it has just become the the trademark. Everybody knows that. So speaking of the treats, pickles...
2: Oh. oh
6: no! I cannot give <laughs> pickles, pickles and churros. Those two things. <laughs> Poor Chris with the churros and me with the pickles. So. That was hilarious with the churros. What's your deal with pickles? Pickles
1: are good. oh, I've no, never not.
6: liked pickles. Thank you.
1: Pickles are disgusting. There we go. We're in a front to humanity.
0: I have a jar of pickles upstairs. I've been munching on. <laughs> so
5: you because you know you know, Greg, Cameron Greg. When they f- tried to film, so for those of you that see the episode, Amanda's doing the top ten snacks, not like the savory snacks, and one was the. People, they always give us suggestions, and one was the pickle. There's mm-hmm. a big deal pickle and Amanda was trying she she can't stand pickles but she had to eat it for the camera trying to take a bite and right we actually that was one of the few times we had to edit out and because cameraman Greg was laughing so hard and the camera was literally like so we had to do it over and Amanda's like I can't do this and the camera's like yeah
6: it was quite an ordeal it should have been like a really funny PTSD when you walk past it should have been a funny stand
0: in where you should have grabbed somebody and been like temporarily Amanda will now eat
6: this pickle and then thank you and then send temporary Amanda off. That's what I'm gonna do next time. It was bad, you guys. Maybe one day we'll show the full footage so everyone can see how bad it
5: really was. She, we're, like I so said, we want to be like positive. So when you do when you do a take when she bites a pickle and all of a sudden she's like, mm-hmm. right, You don't really want to post yeah. that. Do it again. <laughs>
1: you have to choke it down oh, without a bad so face bad for
2: you. <laughs> it was awesome
1: and <laughs> what a thing though
0: because like a pickle is like you don't want to be having that in your mouth first because i like i only like a dill pickle but like i don't want to have it in my mouth for a super long time like i eat my right. one spirit and i'm good exactly and now yeah you're telling like i can't imagine that
6: flavor if i didn't like if it you didn't like that it. would
0: be
1: oh. the worst
0: yes
6: it really was the worst
1: <laughs> It was the worst, but people do love. Disgusting. Yes,
6: people do love those Disneyland pickles. So it was in the list. There we go. So that was for you. Are there any other treats in there that are that gross? Um no, I can't think of anything. It probably I... isn't gross. She just doesn't
3: like. Pickles. I just don't like pickles. So those Star Wars shows, do they still have those? No, they. they I was going to say because I've never seen
2: them.
5: They were there. They had them for a while. They got rid of them. They brought them back. So the rumor was they're going to keep them back for the entire time, and then they got rid of them. There is an underground rumor that they might be at the new Star Wars. Uh, that that would make sense. They look they're like weird. little lightsabers. Yeah. There, Chris
1: and
0: I want to go back then, but we're not taking our kids.
1: No, it's I'm going back longers. for Star Wars Land. <laughs> and that I will say, like my. My adult experience at Disneyland is much like you were describing. Like, I didn't really feel like I had to do everything in one day. That's because you were with me. And and our girls were like, do we have to go back to Disneyland? Well, because our kids were old.
0: So we took our daughters for when my daughter graduated from high school, the oldest one, the 21-year-old. And so that was the first time they'd been. So they were 16 and 18. And so Disneyland was fun. And we went on the rides that we wanted to go on. and But... They did. They were. Yeah, we like, we want to like go to the beach. We want to walk the pier and things like that. And that's more his scene.
1: There wasn't a. We need to go hug Mickey and Goofy and buy yeah, the teacups. Like right. That wasn't right yeah. Which is,
0: is way more along the lines of, of what. What Chris we
1: need to do is just borrow a kid for a day, like a little kid, like four. <laughs> Maybe or five. we can
0: talk Brandy
4: and Mark into letting us take Henry
2: <laughs> when he's old enough, when he's not eight
4: weeks old. <laughs> so I. I'm a big research nerd too. Like mm-hmm. I love the facts. Yeah. And so I'm like, Oh, this is a new one. I actually wrote down like tons the other day when yeah. I was watching. Do you guys, have you found something that has surprised like both yourself and your viewers that everyone's like, Oh,
5: well, yeah. So the ones that uh, Disney gives us sometimes gives access. And so when they do that, they always always drop some knowledge on me. So the ones that are always like my mind was blown, is we did one like the top five drinking fountains at Disneyland. I mean, it's such a silly, right? You're like exactly. You're, you're, you're you can't see the faces here. It was like <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: we thought it'd be just kind of a funny video, but that video just went viral and just like <laughs> took off. But uh, they're
1: no longer the top five, by the way, because too many people are using. Everybody it.
5: knows them. <laughs> but that we talked to like the Disney custodials, like it was a lot of the higher-ups and they gave us a lot of good information. And one of them was that there's four of them, I think four drinking fountains are made from brass. The rest are all stainless steel. The brass ones, when they interact with water, they get stained and they get this, they look kind of like fireworks, like purple and green, like splash marks. So every night... They clean them by hand They have to And it takes about A half hour per basin To clean it wow. So if you ever go to Disneyland And you drink out of that brass Give it a hug Yeah you're giving it a <laughs> hug And there's no streaks on it You're the first person To drink out of that Drinking fountain for the day <gasps> And amazing. so when I learned that I was like no way so, That was your
0: goal huh Yeah I was like
5: So now I, whenever I go I always look to the Drinking fountain Like hey You're like Forget Peter yeah, Pan yeah.
6: I'm finding the drinking fountain That's yeah. exactly right so Everyone's what, rushing to the rides And he's going straight For, for the, the drinking fountain
3: So I've got the Disneyland app And one of the things that I. I saw, be it true or not, is if the Haunted Mansion says there's a 13 minute wait, that actually means there's no wait. There's no wait. Yeah.
5: So it says like that, you know, a lot of rides will drop the time down to like five minutes. That just means whatever. Uh, They do that on Haunted mansions. 13. Also, another interesting one, a lot of times on Toontown, it'll say 55 minute wait when there's no wait at all because it's just a Toontown. These do kind of crazy things. It's like a joke. But I gotcha. So, yeah, it's always... So if you ever see 55 minute wait at Toontown on Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, you might not. Yeah, not, we
1: didn't go I into Toontown. Let, let me ask you: How long is that? You don't like it? How long it. is Toontown and that ride gonna last? Because that's gotta be like at the end of a life cycle. You know, that they you know they
3: invest in Roger Rabbit, the movie, built the rides and everything, and then we're like, crap,
5: it's done.
1: What do we do?
3: Chip and Dale's roller
5: coaster is rad. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: also, also that movie like. Not really a kids' movie. No. No, <laughs> no, not at all. I like how you're just slightly. Oh, not, really not really a kids' movie. <laughs> not really, but, but yeah, I, the ride's old. Like that ride was around when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mid '90s. Come out like '93,
5: '94. It did. Yep. It did. Yeah, and it was. And the thing about it is, people always want it to be revamped. And I don't know. I the thing is, it's really designed for children. And yeah. as adults it's, There's not really a lot for us I think that's why it gets a bad rap Because there's not a lot For an adult to do So you get, take a kid there and You're like Ugh We just have to sit there Miles our son They have like Goofy's Playhouse And that's like his favorite thing It's like Like mm-hmm. the house is All the furniture is like You bounce off it And not get hurt So he can literally run As fast as he wants Through a house <laughs> And bounce off couches <laughs> And things And as an adult You're just sitting there Eating a churro You're like okay we'll <laughs> this I paid to get in here well, To do this and, and the actual
1: ride Is like the terror ride At Lagoon Right, all right. <laughs> so, if I remember yeah, it right, there is what, nothing wrong with yeah. the terror ride at Lagoon. Yeah, what are you? Yeah, what are you saying? What no, I, right? I love that ride.
5: Right? It's one of my favorite rides. At Lagoon. With the <laughs> horn at the end.
2: Yeah.
5: <laughs> you not, get what, off? And, you like the terror ride over Dracula's Castle? Uh, they're basically the same thing. <laughs> they really are. Except, I always get a little. I'm not. I'm not a claustrophobic person at all. But in that Dracula's, Dracula's Castle Dracula's ride Castle. at Lagoon, when they close that thing it in, and you're, little like, little you're like, you're in there, and right, and then like I'm always riding man and sh- She's handsy, and you can't get out. You're like, <laughs> oh, yeah,
4: because yeah, I'm sure you really are
0: trying
3: sometimes, to get away from her. Sometimes you have to make sacrifices. Now, <laughs> Mr. Toads
5: is more like the Haunted Mansion. Okay. The yeah. way That's, you hit the doors. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, in fact... And
4: you're in hell, and you're like... Yeah. So, yeah. this...
5: In fact, it's interesting, because uh, tomorrow, our, we have a video coming out all about Mr. Toads, the secrets of Mr. Toads. Mr. Toads, as far as, like... It's the bottom of technology, right? You're literally hitting plywood boards mm. that are painted and all of that. That's, so it's it's kind of like – but it's still beloved. What's interesting about that – here's a little sneak preview, right? So the book Wind of the Willows, which the, the story is based off, Mr. Toad never goes to the Inferno Room is what they call it. Or in the movie, they don't, they, they don't have the Inferno Room the Imagineers just thought that was funny at the time. It's like 1950s humor. Let's like you know what? Yeah. It. They're like, <laughs> you know what? This for frog is just right. driving around and Mr. <laughs> Toad's driving around and he's doing like crazy, all this crazy stuff so let's send him to hell and they thought that was hilarious and now people are like, what the yeah, hell is going on?
4: Yeah, but all of what the Snow White,
2: Pinocchio oh, is terrifying. They're all, they're all
5: creepy. terrifying. Creepy. Oh. All of them. is messed up. Oh, it is. Yeah. Show's I would
2: up. never.
1: Hey.
4: We wrote it. I wrote it for my first Fantasia. time in November and I was like, I would never let my kid
5: write this Well, the Snow White ride it is super f- interesting because they ran out of room when they were redesigning it. They were they thought they were going to have twice the amount of space that they're going to have, but then that's they ended why up, it
4: abruptly ends. Yeah, then
5: they ended up cutting it in half to make another ride. <laughs> so that's why you're like all of a sudden you're like going along. And you you're see like the,
4: they're going up the cliff
0: they're going, and then
5: and then, and they lived happily ever after.
2: And seen <laughs> and seen.
0: <laughs> <And scene.
4: laughs>
0: well, it's because they couldn't get down, Jessica, because there was a flood at the bottom and they couldn't cross right. it. <laughs> the,
1: the ride that confounds me the most at Disneyland is it's a small world because it is the oh, best. It's the worst ride. I, Ever. I would say it's the second best ride to cool off in because I think the Matterhorn's better for that. The, <laughs> but, the music makes it not, and that's oh. that's the problem because it's really long and relaxing. Because you just said and you that, that. now it's feet, stuck in my head. But the, it's a small world music for the entirety of that like ten minute ride makes you want to shoot yourself. First <laughs> of
5: all, it's a fifteen minute ride. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean it is nice because it's uh, cool. You I'll get it off have you know <laughs> in our car we have a CD player with that song on it because our son Miles uh-huh. that's his favorite. Song, oh, but my I'm one so time sorry. no one time we were going through and the ride broke down. We oh, were boy. stuck in "It's a Small World," and after about twenty minutes, the speaker came on. They're like, "We will now turn off the music for your enjoyment." <laughs> <laughs> but then it was weird because you just hear Did the clicking of the dolls. Like, shh, shh, shh,
2: shh.
3: Yeah, odd eyeball it doesn't work right.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man, that ride. So uh, speaking of rides, what is each of your favorite ride?
6: Um, My favorite ride is easy. It's Indiana Jones and I have a fascination with that ride. I ride it all the time and my my record is writing it seventeen times
4: in one day. Wow. Wow. Do you ever get tired of saying that? Because it's a pretty awesome record.
1: It's, <laughs> it's, it's all, single, all single, all all single writer though, right? Just constantly just get, in a loop. Yep,
4: just go, 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 go. Mm-hmm.
1: So I actually have an interesting story. So the f- the year I went as a kid to to Disneyland was the first year that ride was there. 19- it's the anniversary it, last week. 1994, four, wasn't it? I think so. I don't. I don't know. But so I, I this is what I remember. We got there for the, like, magic morning, like, early thing, mm-hmm. and my dad, when we got in the park, like, right away, it was, like, a three-hour wait, and my dad's like, we're not writing that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like...
0: <laughs> See that's why he hates like, that, yeah. like the
1: coolest Like yeah. supposedly the coolest ride Brand new back then Like still one of the best rides At the park mm-hmm. and, uh, and No, no a When you actually TV went yet. To
3: yeah. a different yeah. door Did you know yes. that Indiana Jones was supposed to be An entire theme In and of mm-hmm. itself mm-hmm. However they opted for the Well what's the The flume The Splash Mountain, Yeah, they opted to split the money for Splash Mountain, and so Splash Mountain takes up the part that was going to be all of Indiana Jones.
1: It was going to be like a land in and of its own. So and they did that. They took out Song of the South
5: at the same time, probably. <laughs> Mountain. I mean, it's it's referenced in Splash it's Mountain. So people are like, "What is this?" <laughs> Every I time, I, it
4: doesn't matter how many times I ride that ride, because single rider on Splash Mountain is like the best. So, yes, I'm like, I wish. I wonder how many people really actually know what
3: yeah. this ride is about. The robots in Star Tours <laughs> are actually some of the robots from Song of the
5: South. Mm-hmm. Well, without their skin. No. Yeah, so they earned there. There was that America Sings. Yeah. And they had two, they had, they had, uh, goose or something. Yeah. Goose. And there's (laughs) 75 animatronics in that. And seventy-three of them are now in um, the it's uh, Splash Mountain. Two of them are now in Star Tours. the other ones And that check your baggage. Yeah, if you look at it, if you can look at their feet. You can still see because their feet are still webbed as the robots. <laughs> you can see, and you're like, Why does that robot have duck feet? <laughs> so yeah, you can definitely see it. it's interesting they did that. So, so, so what? What about your favorite ride, Chris? Wait, we got this. Is my favorite? Wait, wait, wait. Hey, Amanda, what's your second favorite ride?
4: Oh, um. Uh, Casey Jr.'s train. Yes. Uh, by the way, I waited for an hour for that train <laughs> because hour. of you. Yeah, I'm just oh, letting no. you know. It was like the longest wait I've just ever like, waited oh in It's no, kind
5: of a joke that it's my second favorite. <laughs>
4: I know, seriously. It's a little kitty ride. No, that's for sure. It's a
5: little, you waited an hour?
4: <laughs> <It wasn't. laughs> It was like the longest. Like the, I felt bad for the parents that had kids on the oh, line. She's, she's like, like, "Why is there, there no
1: single rider line for this yeah, ride?"
5: The only story no better than that. So back to the to my director friend Ryan Little. They went to Bugs Land when it first opened in Disney California right. Adventure. Yeah, rest in peace. <laughs> and there is this called the Choo Choo. The ride Heimlich's is ninety Choo-choo. seconds, if that. And they waited two and a half hours. <laughs> and they thought it was like a train that went around the whole the whole thing. They get in it. They go around one little loop. Well, they thought
6: like, it was like a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we'll <laughs> never do
5: this ride right ever again. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's Amanda's like she wants to go to Indiana Jones and she wants to blitz it over to Casey Jr. I don't think she'd wait an hour for it, but that's impressive that you <laughs> that did that. That is very impressive. <laughs> So
4: uh, real.
5: <laughs> I can see her. She's like riding I can just see her like in the little monkey car all mad. Amanda. Amanda. made me wait an hour for this.
4: No, for some reason like old people wanted to go sit in that car. Oh, I was like, right? Oh. Oh,
5: you're like, okay. Okay. Uh, I think my favorite ride, I, I always love it as well, it's really hard. I like Buzz Lightyear like astro blasters. And that's not a lot of people say that's not right. It's just so competitive with all our friends, cameraman yeah. Greg, producer Zach. We just played that. that. My no, I know oh the my secret. gosh! You know the secret. I love that ride. But if you don't count that as a ride, then I'd say Splash Mountain. I oh, love no, a Splash it's Mountain. Just it's an
1: interactive ride. ride.
5: It's so good. It's so fun. It is I'm always torn so with pirates. No, pirates is great. It's- Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise Jungle is great. Cruise. Yeah, so tough. Yeah, you guys. I mean, do you a know
4: the secret spot at the bottom of Splash Mountain, over by the Columbia, that you can watch the people come yeah, down? Yes. You can like, I recorded them for like thirty minutes. Ah, I can't believe it, made me ride this. Ride. I was like, this is the best. <laughs> spot. It's that, that, little, that little loop. When you do that little yeah. U yeah. turn
5: there, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, it's a lot of fun. I, I do like the canoes. I get a lot of I, I, I get a lot of I flack do. for that. I we, and if you watch our videos, we always just make fun of the canoe. The, the paddle guys Whatever But I was We did a video And it hasn't come out yet But I'm like talking to them And I'm giving them suggestions On how to make it better And I'm like You know when you ride a roller coaster And there's that There's that photography moment The most exciting part You should have that On the canoes on the, canoe. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like uh, where would that be? I'm like, just you know, you get by Tom Sawyer Island. <laughs> he stands up, and <laughs> you make your way back. Like, it's a slowly paddle by. And there's a kiosk at the end a yeah. picture. A bunch of confused people, like, what are we doing on this ride?
1: So I, I do have to ask because I mean, you guys have been back and forth from California. You've lived there. You live in Utah. Um, why do so many Utahns love Disneyland? Like, what is it? Like, because Utah is disproportionately present at that park. You
5: know, they have UEA. Do you know what that stands for? Yeah, it's uh, Educators Association Holiday. Basically. Oh, that's no, Utah Escapes to Anaheim. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
5: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Be hard my, my kids
0: went to parochial school, so we didn't have UEA.
5: Oh, you didn't? Mm-mm. It's a shame. They didn't have it this year. It's the first year in like a long yeah. time they haven't yeah. had it. I think Utah... They just, I think they like it because I think they think it espouses their values of family, good, clean family fun. I think that's one of the draws for Utah. Plus, you're in Utah, so there's you, you, you gotta. What else are you gonna do? So yeah, lagoons, just everything. Lagoon's not, lagoons not open in the winter. Yeah, I, I think I think about. It. I know, I was just kidding about Utah. I, I think this is one of the prettiest and best states. I love being here. and I think there's lots of cool things to do here. So do we. Yeah, absolutely. We're <laughs> right there. Um, I think, though, that they like the family values of it. I think they, it's a, something that they could do as a family and have a good time. As with everybody, all ages can be pretty much happy and present. I, I yeah. guess I
3: do have one more question for my kids. They said, how do they go there so often? Because we only go once year. They said, how do they go there so often?
5: <laughs> yeah, how do we go there so often?
6: Uh, We just make it work, you know. I think that's another thing. Going back to why so many Utahns go there is, it's relatively a close place to vacation. So you can sometimes find really cheap flights, or you can drive there. You can make the drive down there.
5: Yeah, we just try to make it. We just try to make it work and go down there. How often do you guys go? I'm down there uh, at least twice a month. So, and so, then
6: I go about every other time
4: that he goes, so about once a month. And well, going that many times, your annual pass is paid for
6: those oh, two yeah.
5: times. If, so. you, if you actually, if you go to the park, if you, if you go to the park six or seven times within a year in annual passes, it pays for it. Six or seven days. Yeah. Days. Six so, or seven yeah. days. I'm sorry. Six, seven days. Your annual pass is definitely, it's, you've paid for that. Well,
2: You're,
1: and that's, that's one of the things I know from people that do go down there even twice a year mm-hmm. as a family. They always have annual passes because it's cheaper than trying to buy
2: the Absolutely, right.
1: it's
5: cheaper. I mean, the thing is, annual passes now have gotten a little more expensive. They, was that, like five years ago, I think it was like $300. And you buy a day pass at that time for like $70, $80 yeah. back then. So you're like, well, wow, geez, if I come like four times. I mean, now But they are, they, we don't have any official numbers. I've been told, this is unofficial, that there's over a million Annual passport holders. Wow, that's yeah. why they
4: have like done more. This is what I heard: more like blackout dates mm-hmm. and uh, like lessened the perks. Well, I don't know it's if it's true.
1: They've yeah. created tiers now. Of
5: there are now, there like, are tiers. There's there's uh there's the highest tier which is no blackout dates. It's incredibly expensive. There's well, and the th-
6: highest highest also gets you into Florida too. So there's one that gets you into California and Florida. Yeah, Walt well, Disney oh, World that's a and rare Disneyland.
5: One. Yeah. Then the next one is get you in Disneyland all any days. And then there's a couple of some blackout dates. Then the one's called the deluxe. That's what most people have. Usually most Saturdays are blacked out during the summertime. And there's also a blackout. Like, uh, I think this year they have July blacked out because uh, everyone knows. close. Yeah. Well,
1: and the, the, the best times to go are not in the summer. It's too hot, and there's too many people. You go. I
0: everybody, everybody always complains about hot. I, I second week the of heat. September. I need to. I need to be in a warmer place.
1: <laughs> just take your kids out of school. Go the second week of September because no one wants to take their kids out of school. The first. The first weeks. week. Yeah. So
5: we do. <laughs> sure. it, it Funny, is actually,
0: I just. I'm so anti like not yeah, pulling that, my kids out. But I guess that's when you pay for your kids to go to school. Like yeah. when I pay. You know, $500 a month for my kids to go to school. Like, oh, uh, you're going to school. Like, yeah. I'm not
4: paying yeah, so. for you to go to Disneyland instead. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Ours, we went every, instead of having Christmas, like every four years, that's what we would, and then we'd go in either like January or May, which last year I discovered is like the worst time to go, right. well, by the way. When I,
5: you asked one of the <laughs> because all
4: the college kids are getting out of school.
5: Yeah. The why, you, we asked you earlier, like, why do I love Disneyland so much? One of my first experiences, we used to go, my dad would take us on Thanksgiving. And back then, when I was a kid, it was not crowded. People, it was not a crowded time. And we went every year on Thanksgiving with our family. We, didn't, we don't have a very large family. So we were, people weren't getting upset because we we're missing on the family events. And now it's crowded. You don't go on the holidays. It's, it's bananas to go on those holidays now.
1: Yeah, it really is. What do you guys see yourselves doing for the channel in the next year? So you're you already
4: at 21,000 subscribers?
1: Yes. Yeah, and
5: you
4: won an award, the next big creator award? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did.
6: So we want to keep doing Provost Pack. Pe- park past the Disneyland channel, but we also want to start a new channel that's amusement park themed. So we'd be able to do other amusement parks and focus on roller coasters and different amusement parks around the world. And then with our Disney channel, we want to continue to do the Disney parks around the world. So we've done Disneyland and Disneyland Paris. So we want to do Walt Disney World and then Tokyo and Hong Kong and
5: Shanghai. Shanghai.
6: Get them all yeah. in. So those are our plans for now.
1: Oh, wow. That's So you want to awesome. get in Tokyo, Hong Kong, Shanghai this year. Was it
0: Tokyo <laughs> or <laughs> Shanghai that Carrie went to?
1: <laughs> What's that? Uh, what was it Tokyo? Tokyo.
0: Because mm-hmm. he was a huge fan of that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes.
5: Their Pirates is amazing. Mm, so sh- Shanghai, have you seen that? There's their pi- yeah, the Shanghai. The video, it, it's totally, it is amazing. It's It's a game changer. You
1: do have to go to China for that, though, so... It's true. (laughs) There are downsides.
4: How do you guys feel, because you've been going for so long, about the changes that Disneyland does, like, say, for example, Pirates, and the creating it, making it more PC, like, what if they took away... I'm like, don't change Splash Mountain, please.
5: Oh, yeah. It's, (laughs) It's so interesting, because there is people get so... They're so passionate about Disneyland. people are so passionate, and when they make the the tiniest changes, some people get they get really upset, and other people love it because like, hey, I like we're doing, it's a more enlightened age or be a little more politically correct type of thing. The way I look at it is this way: is is I miss some of the things that they used to have in Disneyland, but then again, Walt said Disneyland will never be completed. It's always going to be evolving. And so I just always look at it in that vein. When they ever make a change, they're just trying to make it better or trying to make it a more mass appeal for more people is how I kind of look at it.
6: Yeah, I think um, sometimes it is kind of hard when they change things that you love. Like we love Tower of Terror. I was going to say. Yeah, that was a big one for us. We think Guardians of the Galaxy is amazing. That might even be one of
3: Chris's favorite rides now. I think the ride in and of itself is better it's better but i think it looks like a freaking eyesore
6: well, it does it does look very <laughs> interesting on the outside and you know just having that like nostalgia of tower terror having that gone is kind of you know it kind of hurts
5: your heart a little bit but but disneyland just keeps changing and they keep evolving and amanda made a good point about tower terror versus guardians of galaxy she's like tower terror was timeless mm-hmm. 25 years down the road people could still be watching tower terror I'm like oh it's a yeah. twilight zone type of thing she's like Twenty years down the road, Guardians of the Galaxy is gonna be very dated. And yep. people are like, oh, wasn't that a movie we watched a long time ago? Like, it's, like Roger Rabbit? Yeah, yeah. exactly like, exactly like, like Roger, Roger Rabbit. It's gonna be very dated. So. I don't know about that. Listen,
4: if you go on Guardians of the Galaxy, dress like a bellhop, that puts you right to the front. <gasps> oh, that's, oh, that's amazing. We're doing that next time. Done. You can borrow my dress actually oh, thank probably you. like two of you so that'd be amazing <laughs> yeah.
1: so so on, on that note this is probably the last question before our, before our normal last question um disney you know they're building star wars land because star wars is you know you would think maybe not timeless but it's freaking timeless oh uh, star wars is star wars is life so so on that same <laughs> note they own marvel Yes. So do we foresee them creating that sort of thing as well? They are.
6: Yes, they are, actually. So Bugs, land, Bugs land. Exactly. So Bugs Land is no more. Rest in peace. Bugs Land. And that's where they're going to do their Marvel-themed area. It's
4: pretty magical seeing like a Stark Industries yeah, side.
5: Yes. Yeah. 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 Even Industry though I land. do miss Bugs yeah. <laughs> Land.
3: Yes. That's so what's on
5: the signs around it. They're also going to Star incorporate Island. where Guardians of the Galaxy is. That's going to be part of Marvel Land. It's going to go to where Bugs Land is. We what we don't know is how far is Marvel Land going to go into Hollywood Land? Because you know, like you know, where uh, they have like the Spider Man meet and, greet and stuff like that. So there, there's some speculation that goes there. We know for sure it's going to go to Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's uh,
1: that's that's pop culture today. That's been pop culture for the last ten years. Yeah, plus. but
0: if Disneyland didn't evolve to accommodate the current generations they would have gone away a long time ago yeah, so Disney while it's it's sadder story. for sure. those of us who who age um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to call us old um, it, it, there are there are kids that are going there now who they're like this is stupid I, I don't know what any of this is hmm. I don't know what Song of they the South stay, is if they stayed <laughs> back I just said those of us who age you're not 40 yet so you don't count um <laughs> They have to evolve. So yes, like why you said, your your heart aches for it. If they didn't change it sooner or later, you would say, "I'm done with Disney." Like I've yeah yeah. yeah you they would,
5: have to keep get, making it relevant. For example, I mean, I think a good example of that is <clears throat> Captain EO. <laughs> right. Came out. And when it came out, it was like jaw dropping. It was like this oh my goodness. And now it's it's just kind of like a joke, right? You you but they the Disneyland had the foresight to see that. They've evolved beyond that. Instead of trying to keep it relevant and keep it there, they're just like, Yeah, it's it's no longer it's not timeless, let's take it out. There are other aspects of Disney that I think is timeless. Sleeping Beauty's Castle, the castle? is timeless. That's uh, timeless. Uh, right I think yeah, I think the Haunted Mansion is timeless. That's a timeless thing. Jungle Cruise is very timeless. That was one of Walt's favorite. I think those are. I think those are the ones that are like, kind of like off limits. I think Splash Mountain's probably off limits in terms
1: of the ride. I,
5: the, right. the stuff inside of the ride, they, maybe not. they might. Yeah, I, the ride itself is is so. Tony Baxter was one of their main Imagineers, and he was heavily involved in that. And so I think they might keep that as a tribute to him because he did so much with it. Um, but they could retheme it possibly
2: in the yes. future.
6: I think those are all anchors. Those are all anchors to Disneyland and then oh. everything else can kind of evolve Pirates. around it. Pirates, Pirates Space Mountain, Big and Thunder then everything Mountain? else, Big Thunder Mountain and then Bad everything Horn. else can kind of uh, mm-hmm. re- you know evolve around those.
1: Well, let's be clear. Pirates will stay relevant as long as they keep pumping out those freaking movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. What
5: are they on now? Yeah, I know. 200? At, I don't at least know. at
1: least it's more family friendly than it used to be. Yeah, absolutely. Because when I was a kid, it was not so family friendly. <laughs> There. <laughs> so true, so true. <laughs> okay, so the the last question we ask everyone, we've already asked Chris this, um, but uh, so I'm. He's gonna ask to Amanda always submit to, submit You can always submit to, answer two, but
0: Amanda gets to answer first.
1: So you guys choose Utah to be your home um, for for one reason or another. We've we've talked about that. Um, what's one thing that you would tell someone visiting the state that they had to do before they left?
6: Oh, my answer would be to go into the mountains go into the mountains doing snowshoeing or skiing or snowboarding or hiking to one of the waterfalls or the lakes for me, 100% it's the mountains.
5: Yeah. It's, I love to go hiking with Amanda. She, she loves the mountains and she loves nature and like she will put her hand on a tree and just, you relax and she's like it grounds me and she goes that's that's just how she she goes that's how she feels so she gets reconnected to everything and i think utah offers that so for me i do you remember your answer at zions i think i said did i say i believe i said zions park is something it's amazing um is that what i said i don't know let's find yeah. out <laughs>
0: she's,
5: she's just gonna go. google it she'll uh, just go look up the answer so you
0: can yeah if you google but, uh, what to do in utah it actually pulls up our site
5: Oh, that's amazing! That's amazing, yeah. All the hundred and forty plus people we've had on. At I will. So I want to say one of my. I think it's something here though. Is is, is
4: that Zion? Yeah,
5: Zion's. I. It's it's Zion's Park. If you've never been. It's just, just tried to kill herself. I just this went for my first there. time
4: last weekend, and she tried did to kill really, herself.
5: Where did you do? Do an angel landing? No, it the was Narrows? closed. Uh, we went
4: and The Narrows was covered in snow. We still she had went it. through
1: Snow Canyon during a flash flood. Oh
0: no! It was way like bus, butt but deep on her. Yeah, that's. <laughs> We're like. We could be celebrating your funeral now instead of I, the I, podcast. I it's, with the it's called celebrating a funeral. I said this is
5: how the Boy Scout troops get washed out. Yeah, down. for sure, for sure. You had to be very careful with that so I think Zion's is in my mind is probably just it's it's never gets old to me. It's so beautiful that it's, it's amazing. But I would say, if I, if I do, since I'm here, I'm doing my second one. I'll give you a second answer. I would say my second thing is, and I want to go kind of on hiking, is I love um, Mill Creek Canyon. And it's just such a small canyon. And one of my favorite things to do is when it's like spring or summertime, is Amanda and I will go up there. And they have these little areas. And you can make s'mores and do a little, have a little fire and just kind of relax and just have like a little cookout. It's just awesome. Do the kids say the bomb? I don't mm-hmm. think we say that. Anyway. Uh,
1: no. <laughs> that was
5: like 10, 10 years ago. One
1: of them. They don't. So if, if people want to uh, watch your stuff or get a hold of you guys, how, how do they find you?
6: Yes, yeah, so we are on YouTube, Provost Park Pass, and we also are on Instagram, Provost Park Pass, and Facebook, Provost Park Pass. And you can always visit provostparkpass.com.
2: Yes. So <laughs>
1: so That's
5: a lot of Provost Park you, Pass. How, what is it again? I
2: don't know. <laughs> but if, you go, if
5: you go on YouTube and you just type in Provost, it'll pop up the first thing there, and, and you can and, see that. And if you, if you don't want to
1: see Provost Park Pass... They have another YouTube channel that's fantastic.
5: Oh, the, the provost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the that there's some, there's some really good stories there. That's usually what I try to embarrass Amanda a lot. So that's a lot of fun as well.
0: Yes. <laughs> do, do you ever go into the grocery store, though, and do what Chris does to me? Because we'll be in the grocery store and he'll be what sometimes
1: it. I just start yelling at her for stuff just randomly so I'll be like, I'm like I told you to get the cheap brand <laughs> and then I start laughing uncontrollably
0: and people just look at us we can't afford like, the name brand frozen vegetables get the ones that are 10 cents cheaper <laughs> and people will just like avoid us like the plague because I'm laughing and he's yelling that's at what me. you can TikTok
1: uh, I'll also say yeah, TikTok like I'll also say stuff like don't make me hit you again <laughs> <laughs> and I realize that's really insensitive, but it's so much fun. I'm not
5: going to let you out of the house again. This is the last time.
1: (laughs) I'll put you back on the chain in the basement.
0: No, he tells me that all the time. He'll say, don't forget I have that chain in the basement.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, this has
5: been a lot of fun. I always love coming here. This is my favorite. I love it. You guys are the best. Thank
1: you. Well, that's going to do it for tonight's show. Thanks again to our guests, the provosts and uh, Whatever the thing is that they do i don't remember the name of it now oh, park park pass. Pass. that's right um, <laughs>
4: go subscribe to their youtube channel it 's awesome
1: Chris is always a pleasure to talk to and and uh amanda 's amazing amanda is amazing i 'm glad that uh they were both able to be here um but, it's always uh, nice to
0: hear him when he has all his whole voice, too, because usually by the time at the end of FanDix, and he doesn't... I, oh, he's just
1: gone. Yeah. yeah. So um, go check out their YouTube channel. Um, it's actually great. Um, I actually... I I liked watching their YouTube channel for a long time without the stupid Disney crap, so... Um, they
4: Well, yeah, they have two. So they have the Provosts, which is Amanda's vlog, and now they have Provost Park Pass, which is all the Disneyland
1: stuff, so... They are, they are an incredibly cute couple, that's for sure. Um, they don't beat the, they don't, I don't know, maybe they do beat the Josie and Dominic TikTok couple that I like to watch. <laughs> They're funny. TikTok is just, TikTok is my new time sync. I'm just telling you, if you haven't downloaded it, go download it and, and then hate me later. Um, anyway, if you, if you like what you heard today, please share it. That's what helps us the most. Uh, you know, just, uh, send it to your friends, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter when we post it. Um, You can talk to us uh, on Twitter at TNU Podcast. If you have things coming up and you want us to retweet them, just let us know. We're happy to do it. Uh, unless it's racist, crazy shit, and then we'll just go tell you to fuck yourself and block you. Um, <laughs> at TNU Podcast on Twitter, if you want to see uh, fun pictures, or you can go look at Jess's pictures. Follow her on Instagram. Instagram. Did I say Twitter? You for said pictures. I meant Instagram. Instagram. It's the same on both. Uh, but Jess is at Sweet P Jess on Instagram. Now that I'm publicly blasting you with a letter P, yeah, you won't fucking get anything else in your feed right now because <laughs> she has posted a lot of pictures of this this trip and the the gambling of her life that she did. Um, but, uh, you can also go to our website, the new Utah.com, uh, and check that out. There's always lots of stuff there, uh, to do in the state. So,
2: uh,
1: that's going to do it. Um, hopefully Jess doesn't try to kill herself this weekend or Bray. Um, I yeah. was just a, stopped that, I wasn't doing anything That wasn't a conscious decision Justice was a conscious decision to walk through I wasn't wading through, through Ass deep Through like, torrential waters I was just driving As deep flash flooding Oh yeah it's washing out roads Let me cross this fucking stream
4: We didn't know it was washing out roads Until the next like two days later yeah.
1: Did anyone like come back and say Well maybe we shouldn't have done that No <laughs> These are fucking crazy